chill and keep birthing the unknown. Right. Welcome back to the Float Universe podcast. Uh, back with guests, finally. No more solo podcasts. We got a couple episodes in a row of uh, guests, so that's f- fantastic. Welcome back. Uh, one of this next guests is, a, I love this Instagram account. It's uh, Selected by Extraterrestrials is the name of the account, and it's got everything from reptilian shapeshifters to flat earth uh, to everything in between, All Area 51, secret space program. So, uh, soft disclosure, Stargate, 3D Moon Matrix, like I said, everything. I mean, you, I'm sure you're, if you're into conspiracy theories, if you're into the secret space program, probably QAnon. All these things that we started off the podcast with, with a year ago, pretty strong, and that I've kind of moved away from. So I don't know what we're in for tonight, to be honest with you. I did a little research on this guest, and I couldn't find much. So I'm interested to take the journey with you tonight. Uh, please welcome Scott, who, like I said, runs the account selected by extraterrestrials on Instagram and uh, YouTube. Welcome, Scott. Hey, thank you for having me. How are you doing? Oh, not bad, not bad. It's uh, it's always good to be able to take some time out and do a nice little uh, podcast here and there. And I, I you know, I I appreciate your uh, channel as well. It's uh, definitely probably one of the most unique pages uh, that I that I've come across. Definitely. Uh, you know there's not really i don't think there's any pages like yours so well, thank and you. that's what i've tried to do with mine as well as something it's mutual yeah, yeah no definitely definitely so i guess the question is have you uh, my thing is i feel a, a kinship with extraterrestrials i might i feel like i might be one or maybe i've been selected in some way and they kind of send me a little bit of info sometimes telepathically your your account's called selected by extraterrestrials are you do you feel did something happen are you selected by extraterrestrials so it's really interesting because my original purpose of creating the account um, was, of course, in um, uh, not necessarily as a fan, but as a serious researcher, uh, as far as, you know, Navy whistleblowers and a fan of Bill Tompkins story, of course, uh, in the book, Selected by Extraterrestrials, his autobiography that he wrote uh, before he passed. Uh, that was my original purpose. And then it kind of developed into other things you know i plan to do other things in regards to that i haven't even mentioned yet on my account in regards to that story of him um and was the original reason for the account but it kind of um delved in started getting into more you know the i want i don't want to say wild conspiracies but but things that most ufo accounts are afraid to go into and uh i feel like i I, we're not most of us don't really know a full picture of everything that's going on in this reality you know well, that was my uh, my main question to you going into this yeah. was what is your uh unified theory of everything because i know i have my kind of theories on you take in all this information and and a lot of times you'll find stories that kind of seem to fit from independent sources uh-huh. and it's like okay well this probably did happen and then you and you maybe you create a timeline in your mind of events so I have this unified theory of uh, what these aliens are and what's going on with the government. My question to you is you have a very thorough account on all these topics. What is, if you have one, what is your unified theory of everything in terms of well, extraterrestrials and paranormal and conspiracy? I, I, I believe there may be a unified theory. Um, I, I would say that over time, I definitely, um, 
my awakening process has been happening about along the same lines as my posting on this account. Uh, and I think maybe, I guess for all of us, you know, when we see new things or new information, it's kind of a similar thing, but my personal awakening process really, um, kind of started that way a, a few years ago with like, I went vegetarian and this is just for me. I'm not, I'm not saying anyone should or shouldn't do this kind of thing. Um, and I was always uh, felt like we were not getting the full story. And, uh, I feel like if there's definitely an entity, there's definitely entities that are, that are kind of looking out for us. And we've seen that with many government, um, with many issues, like where we get, wait, we send things into space and then they get shadowed or, um, you know, we've anything we've done as far as, you know, bombs and nuclear stuff, we, they kind of, they basically clued into us when we started becoming more advanced, they started cluing into us and becoming, you know, watching out. So I believe like that, that document you posted earlier, which is kind of sort of the first thing I wanted to go into was like so amazing because it, it corroborated a lot of things I've already kind of found out and that, you know, we were genetically. So for anyone that doesn't know, there's this thing called the domain and um, it's what it is essentially is a group of, of beings of whether you call it, I want to say maybe they're not even positive or negative. Maybe they just are, you know, we always like to label things, but it seems like they just exist and they created us and brought us here. And I've slowly been awakening over the last, I would say a couple of years and feeling like I'm having a personal connection with some of, with some of these and some of the sightings I see, I've been recording them. I put them on my account. And to answer your earlier thing that you were asking, I do feel like I've developed a personal connection where there's things I can see that others can't. And I even have a video coming out soon where it'll illustrate that where I'm clearly looking at something and I'm pointing to a lady next to me. I'm like, do you see that? And she's like, no. And I'm like, okay, but I mean, it's right there. And I got it on video and it's just really interesting that some people's perception level, and I know I might be going on a tangent here, but no, it's your vibration, not, it's totally, it's, it's totally, I get, I agree with it 100%. You know? Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like that maybe the uh, people's perceptions are just, everyone's at a different level of their own perception, right? And um, I know you're aware of this based on stuff I've seen on your account. And some people just aren't ready to acknowledge the reality of extraterrestrials. And that's cool with me. I just try to post about what I feel is real for me. And I guess some other people are starting to identify with it. Um, so, but in general, a flat out answer is the big picture we're 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 in a suppressed reality that I believe is was created by extraterrestrials, initially not to harm us, but to keep us kind of monitored and to protect us from um, quote unquote bad um, negative extraterrestrials. And then now that we're awakening and Earth is rising, I believe these positive beings are actually trying to help us get loose of these reins of this matrix suppressed reality. So in a nutshell, that's what I think our quote unquote um, reality i forgot the word you used um <laughs> something about uh big picture sort of oh reality. yeah 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 well yeah your unified theory of like unified theory right yeah Einstein's word. Where, where, where are they coming from what do they want i mean some of these things i've seen they're us from the future a lot of these mm. things like dan burrish and you get into the project looking glass stuff and a lot of these other people actually in these other stories are also cooperating basically the same thing which is these are us from the future coming back mm -hmm. like to warn us or to, to do something to change the timeline something so i don't know if you've come across that i'm sure you have i'm based on your account but i mean there's so much to unpack here with your sure. account so what oh i just want to ask where do you live if you don't mind uh, the, maybe uh, the state yeah. or the city sure i live in los angeles 
Okay, City of Angels or or AKA Aliens. Yeah, exactly. City of much much insanity, not just alien wise, but just pretty much. There's some, you know, quite a variety of people out in this area. Um, and uh, yeah, it's uh, what kind of work? It's not do hard you do? to fit in here. Uh, I work for an insurance company. Okay, so you have a regular job. I have a regular job. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, you know, it's hey, it does it does what I need to do. I mean, you know, it enables me to get stuff in um and i have some side projects too away from um you know this page of course you know other hobbies and stuff i do like music and production and uh stuff like that and i, I do that from time to time and i'm you know it's definitely a challenge when you have too many hobbies you know you get to where you gotta focus you, you gotta like really you know awakening is is also about dividing your time up in the right way <laughs> and a lot of a lot of it to me is is uh you know realizing your purpose and once you realize your purpose and internalize it i think that helps you um become like productive in the right ways that you're supposed to be you know but um yeah where are they coming from to be honest uh everywhere right i mean you've seen you've probably seen the post like uh, uh, there's like together the pleiades um sirius uh there's so many places that they are coming from and so then the next question obviously would be well why are we so important what is it about earth that if all these beings are really coming here from other places, why are we so special? And uh, I think mainly that's to do with the fact that there's suppose I follow some contactee accounts. Okay. And like different accounts that claim that they're actually talking to ETs on a regular basis through real, real time communication. Yeah. And me too. A, I love Yeah. Them. And there's a real similar common thread in, in the majority of them. And that thread is that one that earth is, on a time that one of the timelines states that earth is in the future supposed to be like uh some kind of headquarters for the federation for multiple um intergalactic races and so they got to take care of Earth. they don't want earth to like just implode on itself from all its greed and secondly that like you said maybe they are us from the future and or they are at least at the very least they're definitely our ancestors you know they're definitely related to us and they know that and they know that we're suppressed and they're trying to help make us an, you know, a positive member of the, of the universe. Yeah. Um, I really appreciate that, uh, that story about you being able to see and the other person next to you not able to see, because that happens to me quite often. And sometimes it happens to me as a person. For example, I'll give you a story. One time I was in an elevated state of consciousness for an extended period of time, and I had to go out into the world and do my job. And I was, I was checking into a hotel and I'm, I'm six foot five, so I'm pretty hard to miss. And I'm standing at the hotel lobby desk trying to check in. There's a woman right in front of me, like right in front of me at the desk. Um, and I stood there for at least five minutes, uh, towering over her. Uh, and she didn't notice me until I like moved around and started like coughing and stuff. I'm like, oh, she's like, oh, I didn't, I didn't see you there. I'm like, I've been standing here for five minutes. So you didn't notice me. And so it's like, but it's like, sometimes I get it. There's another story of like, like Alistair Crowley and how he was, convinced he was invisible and he'd run through the restaurants stealing people's food and stuff i don't know if you've ever heard that story mm -hmm. so i do believe that certain people can appear that's a yogic trick like it's a city like you're not really invisible but you appear mm -hmm. to be invisible to other people i've had that happen to me many many times in elevated states of consciousness and so i also wow. i could also agree that the inverse is probably true that in that state you're you're accessing levels of awareness or the outer field of reality uh, you're, pe you're, you're piercing the veil just a little bit more than the average person in an elevated mm -hmm. state of consciousness, whether you're breathing or whether you're just like that all the time because you're enlightened 
or you're on acid, something like that. But definitely I've been in those states where I can see other things and I've recorded them just like you said, where other people didn't see them. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and I, I can't, it's been a long time since I've done acid personally, but uh, I can definitely relate in the sense that uh, uh, just for me personally, over the last few years, I mean, just being more aware, I just, some people, honestly, if it doesn't affect their daily lives, they just don't care. Uh, and that's um, a lot of people out here, of course, in the West are, well, you know, they're, they, they, they're happy being asleep, I guess. I don't know a lot, a lot of people that I interact with. And then there's some people out here who are, are awake, you know, I don't want to say everyone out here, but, um, a lot of people, you know, I've filmed, I've literally been on the sidewalk near where I work and I, it's honestly, it's become a hotspot. I don't know if it was like that before I got there. I may have been, but on, I'd say two to three times a week, I see uh, like most almost definite UFOs um, right over very close to where I work at the major intersection there. And like, I'll literally be filming stuff from the sidewalk. I'll walk down and I'll grab people. I'll say, Hey man, look at that. Do you see that? And they'll just be like, huh? And then that, <laughs> sometimes they'll just keep going and I'm like, okay. And then sometimes I'd say every, every few people, they're like, oh, wow, that is cool. You know, I mean, you get people sometimes, I mean, and it's just like, not everybody, I guess, wants to know everything that is going on in our reality. Some, you know, some people are here just to, you know, for their own specific purpose or they, they, they you know, before they incarnated here, maybe they didn't want to be fully awake, you know, whatever the reason is. Uh, now we're getting into like super, you know, deep stuff there, but like, yeah, it's just, I, I, you know, I, I don't think I'm special or anything like that. I just, I've been able to catalog and see things now that I feel like my eyes have opened, you know, well, that's what I wanted to ask you about years. Yeah. So what was the awakening process for you? Like, are you still going through it? Do you think you're out of the, the majority of the process and at the light at the end of the tunnel, what, what happened and uh, what's going on with it now? Yeah, I, I think when I first started out, it was mainly just um, looking into the thing that really started me out was um, just looking at the intense efforts to suppress uh, witnesses and stuff in cases like the Roswell incident. That was a major uh, indicator to me that maybe there's something here that if, if there's nothing to see here, if it's not um, anything out of the ordinary or nothing we're not supposed to know about, why is it? Why is it so hidden? Why is there so much, such efforts to hide the information or change the story, lie about it, you know? So that started me along the, along the path. And then I started looking into all the UFO crashes and how there's so many former service people willing to go on the record as in their later years, maybe not when they're in the service, but in their later years. And they're, they're you know, all have very similar accounts that, uh, not only are there crashed UFOs on Earth, but of course there's bodies in captivity and there's a campaign to keep that hidden from the public. And uh, I found it very amazing to see that document you posted earlier, just to go back to that, that it says that, because uh, I, I was familiar with the domain from reading the alien interview. The, so see, I didn't, Roswell, that's interesting that you brought that up. I'd never heard of the domain until you brought up, uh, until, I, until I found this document. So yeah, I want to hear about yours and then we'll talk about the document itself. Yeah, so... The, the domain for people who may not know, there was a document called the alien interview that surfaced in the nineties uh, by a man who says he was given it from a woman anonymously. Now the document is, it was many, many pages long. He condensed it down uh, and, or actually he left it unedited, but he put his own narratives as far as how he met the woman and why he feels it's genuine. And he researched a lot of things behind the scene to, to corroborate a lot of it. Basically the story is that 
they did capture a living alien at Roswell. They didn't all like two of them died and one stayed alive. The one that stayed alive, they questioned and interrogated. And a nurse who was assigned to that alien um, kept records and she had to hide them under her mattress, the story goes, and did not tell anyone. And so before, you know, the alien died, um, she just made sure she kept the records and did not hand them to her superiors, even when they asked for it. But so that they talk about in this interview, which was like days and days of uh, talks with the alien, it was essentially saying that I'm from the domain. Uh, and what's really interesting is they didn't say they are positive or negative. It's like kind of they just are, which is like so strange to me. But I'm I starting to realize that maybe these beings, you know, that that created humanity aren't, they don't necessarily want to hurt us, but they just exist. They don't really we're, we're going to exist no matter whether they like us or not. But, but anyway, so that document talks about how the domain seeded us and they created all life in the universe and through different formulas and, and bartering and trading and, um, and seeded earth and essentially says that um, members of their force, there's a part of the story where they have a base uh, in Tibet. And this was in maybe like 50,000 years ago, something like this. And what happened was reptilians, what they call the old empire, reptilians came, uh, attacked the base, um, took many of their members hostage, what they call immortal spiritual beings or isbies. These beings, um, the well, ones isbies, that did yeah, not... they talk about this in the magic 12 stuff here. I'm about to go into that's the whole right. he talks about the whole time. It's, it's amazing. And the two documents are kind of coincide. And that's why that document is so cool to see that, um, members of the domain, according to the document you just posted, um, actually incarnated as members of Majestic 12. So that's so crazy because people always think of MJ-12 as being this negative organization, suppressing the truth from humanity. They don't want us to wake up, whatever. But in actuality, maybe they were just hiding it and revealing it little by little through like TV, movies, and all that stuff. So oh, now, man, yeah. man, it's starting to make sense. You're going to shit a brick when you read this document. This is 600 pages of this stuff. Oh my God, dude. I don't even know if I'm <laughs> this blew my yeah. mind because it answered a lot of the questions i've been like okay it made it it was like the missing link for a lot of these things i didn't quite understand like what was the whole reason right. for like why are they taking the cows i'm like oh the adrenal the adrenal glands the adrenochrome it, they don't they don't just want it from cows they need it for people they want it from other biological specimens as well apparently so it's like oh that's why the adrenochrome that makes sense okay and apparently it's it's a, it's a human um you know that they, they intergalactic they it's a human uh you know trafficking it's not so just, that document is, uh, they posted it on their Twitter feed? Like oh, so, the so, document? Yeah, let me give a breakdown for everybody listening what we're talking about. So it's a really interesting uh, story behind this and me finding it. It always is when I find these things. So what I consider uh, a lot of times the boon of my psychedelic journeying, I'll go on a, a hero's quest, a hero's journey, a mini version of it with a psychedelic experience. And a lot of times when you've done the work going into it, you're asking the right questions and you've earned it at the bottom of the trip. You've, you've, you, you, you can sometimes, you find a book, you'll find a piece of information. It, it's like almost going to another reality where it's, a, where, where it's now a possibility for me. Or like I said, my vibration has shifted so much that this obscured thing is now visible. And so a lot of times I'll come out of the psychedelic experience with what I call a boon, you know, for everybody else. For me, of course, but, you know, I can obviously pass these things on via what I do now. So what I pulled out of one time, it was reality transurfing, this whole it was basically a manual for, you know, surfing the channels of reality and it really works. That's another story. But this Majestic 12 book, 
I was on Twitter one day. It was it was on acid, and I, I find the craziest stuff when I'm on acid on Twitter or on Instagram. People are like, oh, don't get on the phone when you're on that stuff. But for me, it's like a treasure. It's like a treasure hunt. And so, I, <laughs> yep. I, I was I've been I was really into this account, Magic Eyes Only, and he's still doing it. He's like in New Zealand, but he's he kind of cross sections the Q movement with the um, Majestic Twelve and the Disclosure movement, and so. I just, somebody on Twitter was like, here is this account that was basically like Q. It, it was called TS underscore SCI Magic 12. And they were on Q, I think for two or three, or not Q, they were on Twitter for two or three years, uh, dropping stuff just like Q, cryptic posts, answering questions. And what happened was, I guess the account got taken down. It, every time it appeared, it would get wiped out. Um, mm. part, for the, part for the course for that time, uh, you know, last year. And... Um, so this, somebody compiled all the tweets into a PDF and I have the PDF still, so I'm going to send it to you. Uh, but mm. it is everything in the, I want to go through the, it's called, yeah, the majestic 12, uh, it's called majestic messengers of disclosure. And it is a 656 page book. And what it is, what this account supposedly was, if you believe it is they had somebody in the magic 12, uh, and supposedly these are fourth dimensional or fifth dimensional characters at this point they're not anybody on earth although they say some people in the cabal were in it it's a whole they, they get into the whole history of the cabal and how magic 12 was taken over by 322 which is skull and bones and and since then it was like they're trying to disclose things but they're dealing with the nefarious the, the cabal and all these things it's a whole thing you'll, you'll see when you get into it but um long story short they answer everything from gold to why trump is president the cube movement adrenochrome uh, i mean i've got exo consciousness fractal realities um and it's really spiritual. He talks about the Isbees, um, the, the, the three, six, and nine in the universe. Um, I mean, Incredible. I could, yeah, I could go on. So definitely, I was really surprised based on all the information on your account that you hadn't come across that account at all. Yeah, um, I, I don't follow a whole lot of different Twitter accounts because quite honestly, a lot of, there's a lot of disinformation. There's a lot of fake accounts out there. But the ones that I found, there are a couple that I know I'm fairly confident are legit channeling accounts. One is Cosmic Agency, uh, and that's more of a YouTube account. Yeah. But um, that one is they're talking to the Tigetans and a coalition of Tigetans, Arcturians, Antirians, and Alpha Tons from um, Alpha Centauri. And the other account is a Twitter account called Sandia Wisdom. That account yeah, is. I follow that account. Yeah. You follow that account. So that the PNT from um, Albuquerque. Yeah. Fascinating stuff, man. I mean, they're just like. The stuff they talk about, I mean, they have, they released a whole manual on how to do telepathy and I've tried some of it and it, it's basically an instruction manual for someone starting from square zero. Like you don't know anything about it. You're just like, okay, maybe there's something to this. Let me give it a shot. And then what, you know, real exercises you can do to develop your telepathy. And, you know, you don't have to look much further than some CIA, uh, there's even CIA released documents saying that we all have that ability. It's just not talked about. You know, um, but I also found it interesting in that document you're referring to that they talk about the domain in the same way that they, not only did they seed us, but they're guiding us to get us out of the mess that we're in. But now it's kind of it's just it's kind of a, <laughs> it's, a, it's just hard. to It's hard to imagine Majestic 12 as being this this organization that actually cares about humanity, learning the truth. But based on that document you, you have, they actually are. They were just like maybe we weren't ready for the truth then and maybe we're becoming more ready now 
right? Our consciousness is ascending, Earth's consciousness is ascending, and that's why they incarnated as those some of those MJ12 members. And so now that we're getting more ready, they're you know they're taking on themselves to to leak more stuff, make more movies telling the truth, you know, like the Matrix, District Nine, and so on and so on. So, um, man, that is, I can't wait to read it, honestly. It, oh, it man, yeah, this is, fascinating. Uh, I still, I've, I've had this document now for over a year, and I still haven't read all of it because there's just so much, but you can search it because it's a PDF, and you can just really get through it fast in terms of the things you're looking for. Um, I mean, like, I mean, I, I need to read some for some of these people who are listening because they're not going to be able to see. I want to read it. Yeah. Have you read the Alien interview by chance? The one you're talking about, and that's why I was, no, I was, I was, I was like, whoa, ISB is a term that somebody else has talked about. Yeah, yeah you no, really should check that out. Yeah, because if that document, as they say, is from 1947, I mean, it just gives this whole thing much more legitimacy. Um, the fact that they're all, I mean, of course, somebody could have, I guess, taken concepts from Tesla. You know, maybe somebody just wants to put all this together, make it seem like they care about us. But it's so strange that a lot of those details, even really obscure ones, uh, I've found in my own research. Um, oh, yeah, this is know. like a complete breakdown. of like every, It's like an encyclopedia of, of conspiracy, UFO, and, and yeah. uh, politics over the past 30, no, past 50 years. So here's, here's a post. Um, and there's, it's, like a, it's like a Twitter post. They'll sometimes answer questions. And this one, it says, things we know. ETs were helping the Nazis. Operation Paperclip transferred the non-ET only Nazi program over to the United States. Then Roswell occurs. Majestic 12 is formed to conceal it from the public globally. The Constitution demands disclosure when no threat to national security. MJ-12 had many leaders. Some were good, some were bad. Here's where it gets nefarious. MJ-12 was involved in the only successful executed assassination of a president, John F. Kennedy. And the person who did that, obviously, they're talking about it with 41, is Bush. Bush and the CIA. That's when the, the deep state cabal really gets into power. And uh, the thing was, Kennedy was going in a direction they didn't want him to go. You know, the people in MJ-12, apparently, if you get into the document, um, it, it really goes deep into everything. It's like everything you didn't understand, the missing link is right here to us. If you want to believe it, you don't have to believe it, of course. But I mean, it goes on to talk about um, question. Are the presidents Bush, Clintons, Obama really Draco reptilians? Answer. No, they are influenced. Uh, they are influenced by them directly face to face with uh, during the ceremony. So the reptiles are influencing the politicians. They are not shapeshifters yeah. themselves. Right. During the that's, skull that's and bones me. and the, you know, the rituals, stuff like that. Blood drinking. Um, let's see. So anyway, what, uh, fascinating stuff. I mean, and, and I, I'm just sitting here looking at uh, just in part of that, uh, just the part that I've seen of the document and yeah, that the part about, um, they're embedded deep inside, you know, top secret um, special compartmented information programs or secret compartmented compartmented information programs. Yeah, I mean that uh, essentially um, those those programs are basically like there there was a whist, there were some whistleblowers that have nothing to do with this document um, that talked to a researcher Linda Moulton Howe, and they were uh, said they were former Navy SEALs that went to Antarctica. And uh, they talked about this same type of thing that extraterrestrial races were openly trading technology with each other. So Earth is like a alleged hotspot of technology. And sometimes in these the top secret programs, and we're talking about Lockheed, we're talking about Northrop Grumman, like that that work for these the black projects, like the top top scientists and astrophysicists, engineers, 
they do work that they don't tell anyone else about because they're not allowed to, but they're allegedly trading. They'll work on something like a reverse engineered piece of technology. They'll give it back to the races. Sometimes it'll be better than what the races had to begin with. So they, they sometimes, and this is based on testimony from these guys um, that were in um, top secret. They said they were in top secret programs in Antarctica. Um, and they found these huge structures supposedly many developments going on in antarctica like we don't have to go too far into antarctica now but but honestly in the next 10 years a lot of disclosures that like archaeological finds and stuff um and just things that no one knew existed are going to be coming from antarctica uh, according to what some insiders have said so and they found like these weird black uh, marble like the type of material in the buildings i mean they would go for miles into the ice and these guys said that they the lights would turn on automatically like the doors were 10 feet thick but yet when they just touched it with their finger the, the door would open and they're inside they would find hieroglyphic symbols like greek and even resembling greek and and roman symbols and things like this and this also gets into the idea that that those earliest civilizations that we have recorded history from on earth were absolutely influenced by extraterrestrial races, whether you want to call it Anunnaki or the, uh, the domain, et cetera. So there's just so much, so much history that, you know, of course, we're not given the full story on, but, but I'm hoping that, you know, that all these new disclosures coming out that we start to get more, you know, I mean, I'm not talking about the media saying, oh, UFOs are real, you know, that's like, you could argue all day about, well, is that a distraction? Um, and that sort of thing. But, uh, you know, what their motive is for, for trying to, uh, you know, tell people that UFOs are real. I mean, I think maybe this has to do with this whole document that we're talking about. Maybe they are, this is part of them getting people ready. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, maybe, no, they, they, they put it out there and then the people like us keep spreading it out. <laughs> right. And whether or not. That's why I'm glad for you to have it. it. You know? I'm, I'm glad for you to have it because uh, I've had this for a while and it's like, it's this information is so dense and it's so good, mm -hmm. but it's not my particular area of expertise, but it is always good. I always use it on the show as something that not too many people know about where I have all mm -hmm. this weird esoteric information that is like almost from another dimension. Some of this shit. I'm like, whoa. Oh, and wow. It, I mean, it goes into like Donald Trump's gold UFO and stuff like that. I mean, it's crazy. Let me read another one here. It says, um, there's going to be a new physics, right? That our physics is wrong. It says, basically, the new physics will just be physics for me because I never could understand the first one. And here's the answer. Many star seeds have this problem. It's not an anomaly. Um, calculus is not the problem. Apologies for not clarifying originally. Physics taught with algebra is wrong the second you try to use any of those formulas on Mars or any other planets whose names have yet to be declassified. Most importantly to understand is calculus is fragmented. In higher orders of mathematics, we are taught about imaginary numbers and their role. Not imaginary, multidimensional, higher dimensional of mathematics. And then he goes on and he talks like Q, this, this person. And again, I, uh, this stuff supposedly was transmitted from MJ-12, whatever that may be, mm -hmm. to via the voice of God technology into three typists' heads. So this basically was stuff that was shot into somebody's head and they typed it up and put it on Twitter. Somebody wow. was basically, that, that's the supposedly how this information was put out on the internet. And all, all the accounts are wiped out. So I'm so thankful we have this PDF. I have the PDF saved over about, 10 times on 10 different accounts. I never want to lose it. Um, wow. The fact that the accounts are wiped out, that kind of says something 
um, when they went on their purge over the last year, you know, and started deleting. It was very parallel with, it was very, very much parallel with Q2 at the, at this, it was at the same time. And uh, it just, it, it didn't go away. It was just annihilated. Um, all these things get annihilated. So do you get caught yeah. up? Like, did you, before you got into, I guess before last year, did you ever get into the Q movement? Are you in the Q movement? What do you think about that? Oh, that's a good question. A great question. I know I didn't. I, I kind of felt like in my mind, my own discernment at that time was telling me it was not that it was not that it wasn't real or that it wasn't legit, but that it was uh, you know, possibly a psyop, you know, and it just seemed more to me more on the level of a psyop than than, you know, some it was some intention to to direct people's minds to a certain place rather than giving people genuine uh up-to-date information now I, I know some of this stuff actually has been proven but uh i just i never got too far into it you know as far as as that goes um and i imagine if this document the account associated with this document the tci uh, magic 12 account was well, like kind of affiliated with that i can kind of see because i know they went on a huge q purge you know anything affiliated with q is totally deleted from existence so uh, i i can see why this thing kind of got caught up in it um but this stuff i mean there's there's there are real scientists who have corroborated things in this um document like a couple of guys who are working on free energy devices john hutchison is one there's a couple of others but okay i'm going to read this part three six and nine are consciousness the universe is comprising of consciousness energy that decides by thinking and willing reality one two four five seven and eight are chaos matrix theory okay that right there is um that information the site cosmic agency has a video on how three six nine are the the esoteric the um the uh the magic numbers the numbers that are straight consciousness and like i don't i can't even think of the right word but they're the numbers that um, in, in free energy equations that actually dictate the mind to, to technology ability for it to operate, right? And the other numbers are still part of the formula for free energy to work, but they're like on not, the 369 is the integral part. The other numbers are the physical realm, right? So we have the non-physical realm and then the physical realm. And Tesla talked about that all the time. So it's just fascinating. It's great to see this document like talking about that and then they're even talking about you know evolving oh, past the need to consume meat allows you to ascend into higher density levels of consciousness. i mean all this stuff is just so like it's so even if this is even if the document was just created by someone who says oh i think i'll just put this together it's i'm kind of bored all it's really things, good I, that's the thing i don't yeah. care if it's fake or not i'm entertained and it really it does make when i when you've been in this as long as i have and you've, you've been asking these questions and you've gone to great lengths to try to answer them I'm talking float tank on acid with as clear of a mind and as a non-judgmental of a system as you could put in front of it. Um, they, these are the these are the things that drop out of the claw machine of the universe sometimes when I'm lucky. These books, these manuals, people, meme accounts, uh, quantum five-dimensional beyond barely understandable in this dimension sometimes ideas, and it's uh, quite interesting. My whole thing is just like playing with novelty. Like I'm like Terrence McKenna. I'm seeking the weird, the novel, all those realities, the the bug dimension, the lizard skin dimension, which is what LSD is sometimes. But so with psychedelics, do you dabble in that at all? Or is it something that you just kind of did at a point in your life and you're done with it? 
Uh, it's probably the second one you said. I, I used to do them quite a bit uh, in my youth. Um, I went to a, I was kind of at my at an early age, I was booted out of my home. And uh, for, you know, I didn't appreciate authority or being told I had to do things or show up for dinner at a certain time. I didn't like that. So I got sent to this um, international military school environment where to get out of trouble. But then I actually discovered plenty of drugs, psychedelics, and, and everything you could do to both destroy and enhance your ability to function. And so <laughs> I would say I probably did enough in two years for it to last a lifetime. I mean, we tripped, I tripped a couple times a week for, I don't know, a couple of years, um, like nonstop. And so I feel like I did get what I needed out of those experiences. And I'm very thankful for them because honestly, it did open my eyes to the type of, to be, to realize, I think what it does more than anything, it just widens your perceptual abilities, to be honest. And you're able to take in other ideas and information that average people would just be like, what are you talking about? That's crazy. And I think psychedelics, you know, helped me get to that point. But would I do them again? Yeah, I would probably, I would do mushrooms. I think I'd probably done my time on acid. Um, and that's just me. I'm just speaking for myself. But, uh, you know, I really want to get into DMT. I really, have, you, I have, have you ever, you know, have you ever smoked DMT? I have not. No. Oh, well, see, then your, your journey is just beginning then. You're not done with um, psychedelics. Yeah, my journey hasn't, has definitely not completed there. I'm just getting in touch with the being. I mean, I'm thankful. I have, feel like I, I do have some sort of conscious connection with, with some of our visitors, at least. And I really feel that. And so maybe this will enhance that <laughs> well there's a ufo waiting right next door to your house somewhere down the street and they are waiting and willing when you're open to it <laughs> and once i do that once i take the dive i'm gonna i'm gonna be right there man i i'm, I'm with you i i need that's to, the I, only way i know to consciously now i don't know about i'll get into that in a minute i'm not gonna even say his name just yet but that's the only conscious way i know how to get in touch with uh, things from another dimension. They may, dimension yeah. they may or may not be great things. I don't know. But I think I'll, my, my whole theory on DMT and the entities you're encountering are it's relative based on your vibration. So you can go to hell dimension if you're in a low spot or you can go to heaven mm -hmm. dimension if you're in a high spot. But I think it's relative. And I was also on acid one time smoking weed and I was in a really high spot and a bunch of angels came pouring, uh, pouring out of a portal. And they're like, oh, if you do, if you're in a bad mood, uh, there'll be demons coming out the other side. I'm like, oh shit, okay. So yeah. uh, it, vibrationally where you're at, it's always attracting that reality of, and the, and the casting characters also, the devils and the demons, uh, whether you're high or low. I mean, the thing is about being enlightened or being of the light, everything's attracted to the light as well. So the, the dark mm -hmm. and the light, but... Um, We're a vibrational match for wherever we are at that point in our journey. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I saw dragons a few times under the bed when I, was, when I would take acid as a, as a kid. I, I definitly was not that I, I don't think i was awake then at all i kind of was just experimenting you know checking things out but yeah i can i can definitely attest to that uh but i i mean i can't wait i think i'm gonna probably go with mushrooms here not too far off and then uh you know I, i've done them many times before i think i'll what's your highest dose a, what's that what's your highest dose of mushrooms i would say you know, back in the days, we didn't even weigh anything. You know, I know people say like five grams now or whatever, but uh, the days we just, because where I went to school, we would pick them. We would dry them out on a, on a screen. We just pick them in the cow fields near where I went to school. And then, I mean, four or five. I mean, sometimes the caps were gigantic and you'd only need one. Um, but uh, 
you know, any probably 10 grams. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Wet, wet or oh, 10 grams dry. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, we used to take more than you really should. And, uh, you know, I've had a couple of experiences that I can just remember waking up, coming to in the fetal position. Um, but uh, that was more, more, you know, on, on the acid stuff, but, but yeah, I mean, I'm definitely open to, to, to revisit, you know, I think it's intention, you know, if you're doing something with intention to like, if you're at a low vibrational point, you're depressed and your life is, you just want to escape reality. You may not have a great result, you know? And uh, I feel like now where I'm at conscious wise that I, I would, I would have a good result because I would know when and where to do it and what frame of mind to be in before I do it. I think that's what makes the difference. Um, and I got to look into the, uh, into the DMT and go into the right. Cause I know you need to be in the right place, maybe the right people, the right environment, you know, well, yeah, be but ready you, mentally. You, well, you're already in there. You're already there with the world. You're already okay. seeped in. I think you're ready for it. So, the, <laughs> okay. so you, you kind of remind me of somebody that maybe, I don't know if you believe that he's the real deal or not. And it was also a question I asked uh, the audience. They wanted to know is mm. Dr. Stephen Greer, the real deal. Mm. Great question. I feel just my opinion. I feel like, he is. Um, I don't feel like he is. Uh, there's there are some issues with him, but he he wants to help people. He does have a genuine desire to help people. At least he started out 100% in that direction. Well, let's explain what he does real quick. To my knowledge, he is out there saying that he can take you out with the proper guidance and have a fifth uh, close encounter of the fifth kind, which is um, basically it's what is it contact like uh, tel tel telepathic yeah. contact is that what that is telepathic contact direct communication with extraterrestrials um, in their crafts right that's it that's his claim to fame yeah I mean he I what I really appreciate what I appreciate the most about him is two things first his uh, his he did a convention in the two, mid 2000s uh, where he got all these military guys together was, um, uh, can't can't remember the exact name but it was in DC and it was a, basically all these ex-military and some former officials, they actually had a congressional panel with uh, some members of Congress and former members of Congress rather. And, uh, you know, they talked about their experiences and a lot of, you know, they didn't get into much of that, that the crazy reality matrix esoteric stuff that, you know, that most people aren't aware of, but aliens and just the existence and that governments have been dealing with it for years. So I thought that was cool that he got those people together and then um, the other thing is, you know, yeah, he's made CE5 really popular. He's, he's popularized the idea that you can just go out and, and meditate, get in your conscious frame of mind and actually physically connect to these crafts. And then, but the thing is what, with him though, he's, in my view, he's become more on the, it's more important for him to popularize and monetize what he's doing. And uh, we're seeing that with his, um, you know, he's, He's allied with, um, oh, what's that girl's name? Uh, Demi Lovato. So he's doing some stuff with Demi Lovato, which, I mean, I get it, dude. She's got 100 million followers. He, you know, he wants to get the message out there. Um, I, I, I'm starting to wonder, though, if he's really just doing it to, you know, because he, I, I'm starting to think maybe he's just doing it just, just for the financial incentive, um, uh, honestly. And, um, he has some viewpoints that I'm totally not, not necessarily aligned with. It's not like that all ETs are positive, no negative ETs ever. 
uh, basically ignoring the abductions such as Travis Walton, such as, you know. Well, well that's my issue know. with it too. Yeah, it's like, are you encouraging people to contact demons? You know, like my mm -hmm. perspective on these things is they're ancient. They, we've already been invaded by aliens a long time ago. We're, we're under control. We're, we're basically uh, slaves that don't know it still. A lot of us. Uh, Correct. Are, and uh, <laughs> so yeah. I, always worry, I always worry with people like that when they get to a certain point. Do they get corrupted by the deep state? Do they get, uh, do they get bought out or blackmailed? And right. when, when you hit Joe Rogan Indeed. levels, well, that's the thing. I mean, and so it's like you're in, in a way you're encouraging people, anything that at the higher levels of enlightenment, anything that encourages you, you to explore the mind and move away from the heart space and in, into the, you know, uh, mm -hmm. ultimate awareness and oneness is a distraction. And so from high level, you, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, for, well, it's just from a certain perspective. It's like you're, you know, there, there, there is some, there's some good things that can be brought to the table with all these things that can help you awaken. But at the same time, they can also be a distraction that can keep you caught in the matrix. And that's the danger of psychedelics as well. It's just like, okay, well, I can touch this space on LSD for 12 hours, but I can't really stay there. And I'm always going to try to keep repeating that first time, and it's never going to be the same. And ultimately, I'll be trapped just trying to reach that same first time, which really wasn't that great in terms of the cosmic goal. So it's like, I encourage these things to a degree. It's like, okay, awaken, but don't get awakened to the point where you become hung up in tarot cards, or you get hung up on UFOs or what's going on at Area 51. It's a distraction ultimately, unless it's directly affecting you. Like, like, have you seen an alien? Like, have you, I know you've seen stuff in the sky, but have you ever encountered face-to-face -face an alien? Um, I would say probably. And it's because a lot of them disguise themselves as humans and there's hybrids, of course. Uh, so I'd say it's very likely. Um, I have one or two times where I just had just that sudden intuition, a sudden knowing that the PNT talk about the, the beings in Albuquerque, where I just knew that the person, whoever I was next to or talking with was probably not from here. Uh, so, I mean, you know, it's hard to say, you know, <laughs> until you actually see one, I guess. So, you know, and now have I seen a reptilian shapeshift? Um, I can't say that I've seen a reptilian shapeshift in front of my eyes, but I mean, I, I, after enough research, I know that they have that ability to appear as humans in disguise. And, you know, they trick our consciousness into appearing that way. Uh, well, one more thing about Greer and others, anyone who becomes significantly influential, like it doesn't matter who you are, whether you're a politician, you know, um, especially people in the disclosure movement. When, when you get to a certain level of popularity, you have become a target for mind control and, you know, uh, manipulation. Right. And I think what you said a minute ago, you know, is Greer being manipulated at this point in his, his popularity to like just to present things in a certain way. Right. And so that people buy into it as a certain way. Uh, but then again, he just released a movie called The Cosmic Hoax, which is basically, uh, you know, talking about one, you know, and I really like this movie I, I, as far as the message that you know, the government, the lie that, uh, uh, that UFOs are a threat to national security. We should be afraid of them. They're negative. Uh, we don't know what they are. Those three lies right there. I completely agree a thousand percent with him that those three lies need to be exposed. And I just feel like there's just something weird. I do, I get, I do get a weird feeling that maybe he is being manipulated in some way. And, uh, you know, again, I wish I just, if he would just acknowledge the fact that there are negative extraterrestrials and i mean the abduction phenomenon cannot be ignored it just can't there's too many cases of people who have been abducted and threatened um whether it's you know uh, what we call my lab military level abductions and uh, it's kind of like he, he 
he's maybe maybe he's presenting this uh, type of um, thing where you know maybe every single one of his experiences has been positive, but I mean we can't ignore the the negative experiences as well. So I think maybe that's kind of where he falls short. And well, you know that's the thing. What I realized going through the conspiracy stuff and learning how the Illuminati and these billionaires and trillionaires work is you reach a certain level of influence. And uh, it's, it's almost a game to them to see who can buy you and influence you or blackmail you or threaten you, especially if it's things they really don't want out there. But uh, so my, my game is to kind of stay under the radar, have my fun, you know, have my cake and eat it too if I, if I can, if this stuff is even real. But one thing I want people to understand is I am not Illuminati. I am not blackmailed. I am not bought. So, you know, that's what I, I know for a fact. That's what I am. And you don't, you can't even believe that. That's the truth. You, I may be, but I know I'm not. And so I always wonder like how many people actually are, but do I, am I, am I talking to people on my account who are, <laughs> who are like uh, shills or they're bot or they're trying to influence me? I had a guy that said he was a, you know, I'm not even going to say it. I don't want to go down that road because I don't, don't want to kick up that energy, but you know, Freemason mm-hmm. stuff, you know, uh, <laughs> So, oh, let me I'm ask you this. You, man. So, how do you feel about Above Majestic, that movie? Did you see that one? I did see that. I, it's, I'm trying to, to put it into my mind. Um, you know, that, uh, what do you think? Oh, let me ask you this. What do you think about the whole camp of Corey Good, David Wilcock, Jordan Sather? Yeah, I mean, the, I think at one point those guys all had good intentions. I still think Corey Good has, he was proven legit from the beginning when he leaked uh, real insider documents about um uh about mind-blowing futuristic technology that he said the government had gotten from extraterrestrials and then those documents came out someone else from inside leaked them like a year later so he in my mind he was proven legit from the beginning um i think david wilcock has been proven to be a charlatan unfortunately uh and um you know just all worried about monetary and well that's you know, the thing yeah i was really into him until last year march when like the whole thing was going down. And if you're a conspiracy person, you saw this, mm-hmm. you knew this was coming with the globalists one day, they were going to do something like this. And it's, it's like, okay, we never thought it would happen, but he was really making it think like, okay, this is D day, 10 days of darkness. Mm-hmm. It's going down. Have your supplies right. ready. That was like, like oh, four shit. days of darkness. I mean, and I was like, dude, are you kidding me? I mean, I saw that and I was like, okay, let's give this a chance. Maybe he's for real. And then nothing ever happened. I'm like, dude. And then, I guess he still has followers, whatever. I mean, you know, he is somewhat fairly popular still, I guess. But I'm like, man, like, why do you even want to put yourself out on that kind of a limb, make those kind of predictions? Because if they don't come true, everyone's just going to think you're just totally full of it, you know? And it's just like, uh, you know, but in general, and I think Corey Good got swept up in that, unfortunately. Um, but Corey's, what's fascinating about Corey Good, and, and again, I think he still has a lot of credibility, even though he got mixed in with, different characters and maybe he you know the CIA three layer agencies have been influencing him at some point but his uh, a lot of his testimonies that he came out with even before the story of, of Bill Tompkins about um, solar warden for example the secret space programs um, how they got the technology how they had these smart glass pads back in the days where they could see the history of like Nazi Germany on these smart glass pads they could see like stuff in the future like that technology and, and of reverse aging and that kind of thing. And Bill Tompkins talked about all of that in, in, in explicit detail about how that technology was being developed and worked on. So, I mean, there's a lot of things. And I mean, and, and I think, you know, you can take it for what, it, what, you, what, what, you're, you know, what your belief system is. But, uh, you know, a lot of people think Bill Tompkins was totally legit because he did have a ton of documentation to prove his, 
his service and, and that sort of thing. So, um, but uh, as far as what you said about shills and stuff like that, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll be talking to people sometimes and I'll be like, it's just really weird. I get this feeling like, am I talking to an AI robot? And sometimes I will have I'll, certain, it depends on the post, but certain posts I will get like, I don't want to say attacked, but it will be like a group of people I've never heard from in my life. They don't follow me. I don't know who the hell they are. They'll just like say the same kind of like debunking type of stuff on a post. And it's really odd because it's all kind of in this in almost inhuman, like, it's just really strange. And uh, it only happens on certain posts. And then, you know, if you look at the account, the person has like zero followers, zero posts, and, or that was just made like a month ago or something. <laughs> so, I mean, and I've had some people tell me, dude, I bet some of those people might be like, you know, bots, you know what I'm saying? Or, sh you don't want to say shills or trolls, but, but yeah, I mean, anybody that gets to a certain level of popularity, I mean, your account's getting popular. I mean, I'm sure maybe you've experienced this before too, but I've definitely have experienced it at least once or twice where I think that, um, you know, the Illuminati's influence is still alive and well. Well, I'll and, tell you, uh, me and my friends are convinced that there is a shout out to the white hat at Instagram and Facebook somewhere hidden that is keeping mm -hmm. my account and like 5D accounts alive because there are certain accounts that got completely wiped off the face of the earth last year. Never, mm -hmm. never heard from them again. I don't know where they went. I loved them. Some of these accounts had a million followers and they were just wiped off the face of the earth. I was blocked. I was shadow banned. I was hidden. Mm -hmm. Uh, my account disappeared for a few times last year. Uh, I also kind of had intuition wow. where it was like, okay, I need to take a dip down and just go be quiet for a while. Mm -hmm. and, then, and then the heads would yeah. start rolling. I'm like, oh shit, okay. I'm glad I didn't tag that with QAnon stuff with where we go one, where we go all. Because I'm telling you, yeah. uh, David Wilcock was the one that set it off for me last year. Where I was like, I was a secret conspiracy theory, theory know-it-all before March of 2020. I had keep I'd kept that stuff. I'd kept my politics for the most part secret. I paid I played the oneness game. You know, I didn't polarize with left or right, or you, got, you didn't really know. That was my whole game was just like you know, maybe he maybe he loves everything and he just truly is you know. But I did ultimately. I think everybody has a little bit of a belief system and what they think is right. And it got too it got so it got so thick with the bullshit last year. I finally had to speak up. And then David Wilcox's video three hours long of him talking about, yeah, get in the basement. The, the globalists are getting taken down. Everybody that's got coronavirus, that's a celebrity is being executed at Gitmo. I'm like, Oh shit. I'm like, and I, I was hook line, I was hook line and singer in a lot of this stuff because some of it is very convincing. And I'm mm. telling you that your mind, a schizo mind, I can get it and I can reinforce that schizo belief very powerfully because my mind is like a machine, like all the work I've done with the floating and the meditation, there's not a lot of programs running in my mind. So when mm -hmm. it catches on to something, it's all the processing power of my mind goes into that one thing. So my karma is very fast. I don't, um, I have to be kind to people, even though I don't want to be half the time because I just understand the instantaneous of the karma I've achieved. And it's almost an instantaneous return if I'm unkind or whatever it is, ultimately it's a slap right back in the face. So yeah, man, it's, um, it's a spiritual journey, I think, to get involved with extraterrestrial stuff because like illuminated text, when you're on acid or in a very high state of being, things that appear that were are there the whole time. It's like one of my favorite ones recently is the the big black triangles over the big over the cities. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You mean the triangle uh, UFO sightings in different cities? Yes. Yeah. So that what was like one over right over the Capitol or something? Yeah, there was, was, there was a number of them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, and there was really, there hasn't been an explanation uh, for those. I mean, those are, 
it would be really some people think that it's some sort of government thing but uh in my view it was really my i'm just taking a guess but i i think that maybe since one was seen over the kremlin and in dc my thinking is maybe that was the vehicle transporting ets for meetings with high level officials i'm just guessing i don't know but um i mean it's there's there's something there's some reason why those were over the two major uh space program or one of the two major space program companies countries uh you know um in the world um but man yeah there's some great stuff coming out i mean i okay so here, here's an interesting question you and i always like to ask people like you okay is is space real first of all is there let me ask you this actually flat earth sphere or realm I, man it's I, I, <laughs> I appreciate that question this is just my view is is i think i think there is enough evidence that it's round and i'm thinking and the way the reason i say that is, is even if you think that you know um that nasa and all the space agencies and everyone in existence has always been lying about it there's people that have been in space telling us about the ufo reality like edgar mitchell others like that who i believe hook line and sinker like you said earlier and based on based on those individuals who i believe are telling the truth about the cover-up of ufos and the alien presence i don't see why they would lie and and hide from us if the earth was flat i don't see why they wouldn't have told us that because those individuals wanted humanity to know the truth about our existence and so i look at that as you know you okay. can also do this yourself with a telescope and there's certain things you can you can do on your own even if you thought the earth was flat but i mean i don't if people want to believe that i'm cool with that because everyone has their own level of perception you know um well from the level of the from the level of it being a, a mentation you know of the mind it's more of a realm right because until mm. you get until you get so far from the earth where you can actually tell for yourself you're taking someone else's information as the truth nasa and their ever-changing pictures of the earth and the size of the earth or or, or whoever you, you know whatever so for me I, I'm going to go and take the leap of faith that it's spheroid, and I'm going to take another leap of faith for the sake of this podcast that space is real, right? It's not fake and gay. What do you, so space is real, right? <laughs> fake and gay. I think I saw that comment somewhere. I don't remember yeah. where I saw it, but I, I, I saw someone said that. I'm like, dude, I'm like, whatever, man. If you want to believe that, that's cool with me. That's a but, meme in the, round, in the, in the uh, uh, flat earth community that the uh, earth is a dome and space is fake and gay. I see. Okay. I haven't, I, I haven't seen that meme, but yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I, I would go with that as well. I mean, and it's just my own observation and studies and use of discernment. I mean, you got to use discernment. Everyone has their own. Okay. Um, I, I agree. So secret space program then. Okay. So we've, I was going to say, if the earth is flat and it's a dome, then does the, are, are all these things even real secret space? But I think we can say, because we agree that space is real, we're going to take that next leap that, okay, men are actually going out in vehicles into I guess some kind of vacuum, whatever you want to call it, whatever the scientists are saying it is, we'll just take the leap of faith that that's the truth. And so do you believe that there is a secret space program? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, there's just, I mean, even if you weren't really sure, there's just too many insiders with corroborating information. And then we also have people who, um, I think one of the most convincing ones is this guy named Boyd Bushman, a former engineer, Lockheed Martin, for example, um, gave a deathbed, uh, interview where he was showing physical technology and pictures that he had worked with over his, you know, this guy had like 20 to 30 patents on uh, stuff used in aircrafts today. 
um, and he was showing um, how re we reverse engineered stuff to go out into the cosmos. Um, then you have Bill Tompkins' story where he was designing crafts as in early as the 1950s, you know, uh, to go out to go out into the cosmos. And I mean, you have these guys where their memory comes back to them. I mean, it isn't just one guy either. And they're not, you know, you could say, well, maybe these guys are all in on this uh, game they're playing. But I mean, you watch these guys' interviews, like there's this guy named Tony Rodriguez. Then, of course, there's um, what's the Randy Kramer. I don't know if you know who Randy Kramer is. Yeah, yeah. Mars guy, um, 20 and back program. I mean, these guys, there's just something about their stories where you just like, dude, it makes sense. It makes sense to me. My discernment tells me they're telling the truth. Um, we know that they, in fact, in the seventies, they've been experimenting with this uh, technology to, um, you know, re reverse age. One of the things that abductees talk about is the fact that they forgot their, they didn't even remember their experience until weeks, sometimes years later. And so we know if we, if you buy into that, you think, well, that technology is real. And we've been messing with crafts and reverse engineering technology for 70 plus years. And chances are we've are at least experimenting with that same technology. Yeah. And so, it, you know, it stands to reason that, yeah, we're, we have to be out past, you know, I mean, if you listen, there's a recent interview on Gaia with um, John Lear. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, but it's, it's phenomenal. I mean, basically he's saying that there are uh, 40 planets in our solar system. And uh, I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna post part of this soon. But he, he always goes into some other stuff too. He says the moon landing was faked and stuff like that, which I, I, I personally don't believe it was. And I have a video also coming out soon from an alleged Illuminati insider that says that actually Russia made it to the moon before we did, and the early, like 1962, according to this insider, and that we, uh, they said they were gonna let the U.S. take the glory for it so that capitalism would have more strength. Wow. <laughs> okay. So that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's what I'm going to be posting soon. But yeah, so I, based on those answers, I think the moon landing did happen. But that, the interview is crazy. There's like 40 alleged planets in our solar system we may not know about. I know there's at least four or five more um, based on um, um, testimony from George Van Tassel, uh, the creator of the Integratron. Who, uh, well, are they out of the reach so. of telescopes? I mean, why haven't, uh, we, everybody's got telescopes now. Why mm -hmm. haven't we seen these other 31, 32 right. planets? Right. They're outside our range of, of perception. NASA may have, ah. have seen them. They may be four-dimensional planets, and we just can't see them because we're in this, you know, the 3D haze that we're, you know, sent the moon matrix, right? So now we're getting into that. But, but they may be outside of our range of perception, but they also might physically be there. There's, like, there's literal videos of, uh, of gigantic spherical objects near the sun that will, like, it looks like they're siphoning some sort of energy, and then they'll leave. And you can say there's either ships or other planets, but, um, but I mean, I think I'm sure NASA has detected these other planets and maybe they have some weird behavior. Maybe they disappear and they don't tell people because they have no explanation, you know, so it's kind of, but there's so much we're not taught. I mean, it's like, yeah, it goes to discernment. Like, you know, do you, how, you know, you have to go from all these different sources and be like, oh, I think I can take this in my belief system. And, oh, you know, well, that's the thing. You, so. the, the higher you start to vibe, the, the better your discernment and intuition gets. And you can say, okay, definitely I can start to see the pattern emerge here. And then it, be, it becomes obvious, like, well, I couldn't believe nobody can see it, but hey, I didn't see it before. So I get mm -hmm. why they can't see it. Like, for example, um, this just came to me in the course of talking to you that Flight of the Navigator, that Disney movie, was soft disclosure for 20 and back. 
in, mm. in, a, in, a, in a way, yeah. because it's a movie about traveling through the stars, traveling through time, being de-aged and brought back. Um, it's not quite what they do with the 20 and back program, but uh, right. do, you, do you think the 20 and back is a, so you, th- you believe in 20 and back? Yes, absolutely. And I think that now there's two schools of thought on it. One is that they um, actually do take you through another dimension to come back to your body after you do your 20 years in service, that you are physically brought back, time traveled to your body, like it's an endless time loop. Um, And that you're, you're physically brought back to your body and at that age and where you were before you entered the service. The other school of thought is that you are put, they clone your body. And I've, I want to say, is it Randy Kramer? I can't remember the exact whistleblower, but it's either Randy Kramer or this other guy that I, I've posted videos on where you, uh, they clone your body before you go onto the secret space mission. Um, so you have a clone in waiting so that when your old body is beat up and, and hurt from the ravages of war or you lose a limb or whatever, at the end of that, they just transfer your consciousness to your younger body so that it'll be you again at the time before you entered the service. And then they time travel that body back in time. So I, it's, I don't know the exact mechanics, but... Uh, so you think, think we've reached the to technological capacity of cloning and time travel? Absolutely. And I think the movie The Island is a soft disclosure of the cloning. And, um, is that Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah. I, okay, I'm going to yeah. go back and watch that. I haven't seen that. That's where he's, is that the marijuana island? Uh, no, it's essentially a movie where they, uh, you know, they're... Oh, okay, I'm thinking of another movie. He was on another movie when he was younger, I think, and he was like a, it was a surf movie, and it was like a marijuana island. Oh, yeah. Was it I don't remember. Gilbert Grape? No, 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 no. No. <laughs> no, yeah, I can't. Man, it's been so long since I've even seen a real movie, to be honest, but um, yeah. So A.K.A. Illuminati brainwash. That's right, right. Exactly. Exactly. Like, you know, there's so many movies. I mean, you could go on all day about that, but I probably the most important ones, to be honest, is Star Trek. Well, you know, know, that's what's interesting about this, um, this document, the majestic document you're going to see later is they talk about all the ways they've been doing soft disclosure with people. Cause that's the whole point of majestic 12 is to cover this stuff up and release it where it's not going to overthrow society. We're not, our heads are going to explode or, and so one of the things they talk about Star Trek, Star Wars, Star Trek, uh, Trek is essentially space communism. Uh, that's what they talk about with that. And they talk about disclosing um, like the med beds and that. And they talk about, do you believe in the med, the med beds? Well, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, if you More believe in time travel yeah. and cloning, then the med beds is an easy one. Yeah. Uh, Randy Kramer says that, you know, he talks about the med beds on Mars that because uh, there's these four competing, you know, he says there's him and a couple of others have said there's four competing races on Mars and really detailed information on Cosmic Agency's side about this. Um, if I could find the video, I'll post it soon. But, but after the, the service person has been beat up or they, I mean, they get killed repeatedly, allegedly uh, doing service on Mars and they have to go and regenerate their body or they, put, they transfer the consciousness to their clone. Supposedly they've been doing this over and over and they can grow their limb back in the med bed. And now, I don't know if you've seen it, but there, are, there was a couple of official uh, medical um publications on hey medbed technology it's coming soon i did see something like that i thought it was a a joke but this day these Mm -hmm. day and age you don't know what's real 
from satire, but mm-hmm. yeah, a couple of them were legit. I, I've seen, I think I've seen the one you're talking about, but there was actually some legit ones uh, that that you know the technology is allegedly in the works. But to be honest, they have that technology. They have the cure for cancer. They have they can cure anything. It's just not they they're just not ready to. So let me ask you this. Do you think the globalists are all working together uh, to reduce the population and then, I guess, for whatever reason, live off planet as well? Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, that's, they're all part of that same. So you think, um, you think it's thing. real. The Illuminati is not a, it's not a conspiracy. These are real things that the news don't report. And you, so you're in that world of conspiracy theory, ultimately. Y- yes, I have reached that level of, of quote unquote conspiracy theory. And, and let me just say, Whenever I, this is just me, but whenever I hear that word conspiracy theory, I, my eyes instantly lock onto that and I will research that until I can't sleep. Um, because that, <laughs> that's the number one way they use to get people to think that something may, might not be true. But, but um, yeah, I mean, there's enough evidence, I think, enough people that have come out and then they mysteriously disappear, killed, vanished. Well, that's whatever. yeah. That's what's you crazy know. about aliens is we we've got everything but the smoking gun. I mean, and if you want to believe people's mm, pictures, yeah. you do have the smoking gun. But I mean, a lot of these things they're iffy. These these videos, mm-hmm. it's like okay, it's a ball of light moving in a, a way that a plane can obviously not move. But mm. is that CGI? Is that an it is is that an angel? I mean, maybe it's not a cra- <laughs> maybe yeah. it's not a craft. Maybe it's a yeah. being. Maybe may, right. Maybe it's an actual being. I mean, or maybe it's some kind of possible. psychic. Maybe it's some kind of psychic phenomenon. You know, like you said, the person next to you couldn't see it, right? So maybe it was some kind of internal thing that was manifesting externally. Maybe you were having some kind of psychotic event. You know, not not, not it's not a, not a bad thing necessarily, but hey, right. maybe, maybe it's just you know not to be a joy kill, but maybe it was just a flat out hallucination. Very possible, and that's that's always possible. I think that. Uh, hypothesis is slowly being ruled out as more and more people are having, you know, legit authentic sightings of things that don't match anything conventional that we are told about. One example is this quote unquote jetpack guy. Yeah, I was okay. wanting to get to that Iron so, Man. Yeah. <laughs> and I think really what ultimately my uh, synopsis of that is I believe that is some form of thought consciousness projection. I, I don't, not a project. I don't think it's Project Bluebeam, like so many people love to say that UFOs are, but I think it is us like an actual intergalactic life form that you know is in our skies um above the normal atmosphere of earth and they just come down when they want they may have a base my belief is they have a base because of the location of the multiple sightings of this thing over the last couple of years i believe that they have a base somewhere off uh coast of california in the palos verdes peninsula um and that is just what i've come my own conclusion based on the number of sightings and where they're specifically seen in that same area constantly so you don't um, think you don't think it's a guy in a just a rocket pack? No, no, because I I've uh, it's hard for me to believe that a guy in a rocket pack is going to be able to um, inter- interject into some of the most restricted airspace in the country in the world and over LAX. And not only that, That's every true. time he's yeah. there, they cannot get a lock on this guy. They have extremely advanced radar and uh, tracking capabilities there. And they, every time they say, we're investigating this. Well, if they really were, they know, they can see where this thing's going, man. They'd be able to see it. If it was a jetpack guy, they'd be able to determine yeah, where, where, where it landed. came from. Yeah. And on top of that, the jetpack te- technology is not something that can maintain altitude of 6,000 feet for very long at a time. They do have it, but it's not like what is seen where it's literally just, you know, flying along a plane like, hey, how you doing? You know, I mean, it's, 
it's just it's crazy i mean if it comes out that some dude was hoaxing this i will be floored but i will be like dude like you know he's got help with that technology you know what i mean um and uh i just feel like with the videos that i've personally seen where the object and there's others who have seen these too it's literally shape-shifting like it literally the metal in it it's metallic metal and it's literally bending and changing its shape and you can see it when you go frame by frame and it's like man if that technology if there's a person with that technology that's way and above any government's even most secretive capabilities and so that's just well yeah we'll say that i was watching the rocket man videos i'm like good god this is like what if iron man is real <laughs> i was like yeah. this is as close as it's going to get right here if iron man was a real thing if a guy had a suit and it was beyond just yeah five seconds in the air over a baseball game this is way beyond that it's not like that yeah. you're right the the technology is usually i mean at least as far as what we know you know in the public domain that's not possible right as far as what we're told i mean and there was one video where the guy was um, these uh, airline students from sling pilot academy in, in SoCal, they filmed it going across the ocean as they were, you know, going, they were going out of the ocean. They saw this thing coming from no area in particular, but was coming from the ocean miles out to uh, the California coast. And so it's just like, man, if, if, if that's some secret uh, military, one thing we would know about it, our military would have taken that thing out if we could have. Um, and uh, there was the recent one over the 110 freeway, which I posted, uh, where that humanoid was seen, that would not only would it not been allowed, but it's nothing but helicopter uh, police helicopters allowed over there. So, I mean, it's just so. It's it's probably one of my favorite phenomenons going on right now, just because it's just it's just a mind fuck. Like it totally, you can't get a grasp on what it uh, really, a hundred percent what it is. It's just like this is unbelievable. Um, well, you know, I've got these two narratives going in my mind, which is, yeah, the Great Awakening is happening. Nothing can stop what's coming. And I'm enjoying right. that wave of disclosure slowly but surely. But then in the back of my mind, it's always this little bit of, okay, is this the Project Bluebeam? Are these things even real? Is this a hologram in the sky? What do you think about that? Where are we going with this stuff? Are they, are they good guys? I, I've read that the aliens ain't, aren't coming down until we take care of our own business. Like the whole thing about this um majestic document is it talks about uh until the cabal is dealt with there's not going to be any kind of real first contact and major disclosure um, what do you think about that what's going on yeah i mean that's a that's a great great thought you know and i, I think you know there's been measurements taken of earth's schumann resonance and it, since the 1940s when they started really measuring it it used to be like uh at eight or something like that but now that it's up to like you know sometimes fluctuating to 16 to 20, 20 Hertz. And I, I feel like with that and the fact that earth's consciousness has even been measured during chaotic times, such as they were doing measurements when nine 11 occurred, there were, there was a measurement taken by researchers that right before nine 11 occurred, there was a huge uh, consciousness projection on earth. Like there was an outpouring, even before it happened, there was a, this signals that were, they somehow could record. So, I mean, yeah, Earth is ascending completely. And that may be the reason why maybe these sightings that everyone's seeing is, is they've always been there. And it's just as we're ascending and our consciousness is ascending, now we can actually see them more, you know? And so we're seeing all these crazy things in the sky, you know? And I think that's definitely uh, part of it is that, like you said, you know, they don't want to reveal, the visitors don't, you know, they want to help 
I think that Earth is important in timelines, and so they want, they do want to help us. But in my view, as as has been said by people like Israeli's former space uh, minister, they 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 can't, they don't want to reveal themselves to the public until we're consciously ready to handle it. You know, because then once they do, it's all about okay. So how are you guys? What's your technology? What powers your vehicles? And then that's going to start the whole ball rolling about you know getting off gas and oil, which is you know fundamentally rules our economies. And so with all of that. You know, we have to be at a fundamentally higher consciousness level in order to even use those technologies and not want to like kill each other with them, you know, and, um, and so I think, yeah, as we realize more, uh, you know, as our consciousness becomes higher and, and more in tune, absolutely, that's, we're seeing more and more and more, we're realizing, you know, the veil gets thinner, you see more 4D creatures, we're ascending from 3 to 5D, uh, you know, if you're, if you're in the spiritual tangent, and you're, you know, I've been posting videos in the last year of like, ghosts like uh, what look like ghosts but could be just uh, they could just be entities they could be just you know extraterrestrial or you know entities that have always been here we're just able to now perceive them and like just weird stuff like fairies i mean i got a couple of videos I oh no i, I totally out, but, i totally agree with know. that theory totally agree with your theory which is as you ascend maybe there's realms that they talked about these books of yeah fairies and stuff but you, yeah you just you're just vibration is so is so shit you're not going to be able to see them <laughs> yeah, I mean, and you won't allow, if you can't allow that possibility to come into your consciousness, you're just locked in. Well, that too, work, too. Work that's sleep, part of it, too. You, sleep. That's part of it, yeah. too. You got to, I truly believe you have to believe it before you see it. And if you want to access yeah. these magical realities, not only do you have to be attuned to them, but you also have to be looking to be attuned to them. You have to look for the stations uh, and yeah. be in alignment with them. So, well, yeah, man, it, maybe it's an alien. Yeah. I, I think mushroom vibration, by the way, if you want to take a psychedelic, that is the most alien. And I think it's it, where it comes from also. But the MJ-12 document says marijuana is also alien. Do you smoke cannabis? I occasionally, yeah. What yeah, do you think about I that? Um, I, for me, it's, I found that it has, uh, I used to do it too much. Uh, and it, it did inhibit my, um, my ability to be like what I feel like is super productive. But I, I definitely get insight from it. It's definitely a conscious, when used correctly, I believe it's, it, it definitely can enhance your, you know, like I do, cause I do, I do a lot of creative stuff. You know, I do like some music stuff, like I was saying earlier. And it, when I get stuck sometimes, you know, I'll take a break, I'll smoke, you know, like I have another answer, but I mean, it, it just seems crazy that, you know, that there's something like that. And then it's something that can, can potentially alter your consciousness and potentially give you greater insight. And then that is considered illegal. You know, there's always an agenda to monetize, make things illegal if they have too much, you know, too many benefits for us, right? Oh, you know, the, the thing is, the, these things will give you the secrets that they've been trying to keep secret for a long time. That's the whole point of the, these hidden orders and secret society is, is they think they have a monopoly on the uh, truth of the oneness of the universe, but they have an inverted view of a lot of them, which is why they worship Baphomet. And that's why the, a lot of these globals have a big agenda to push trans and global homo. And it's not anything against gay or trans people. It's about pushing a lifestyle that doesn't encourage population. Right, it's about population right. control. So it's nothing depopulation. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. very, very sinister, very dark. Um, I'm gonna maybe got 15, 20 minutes before I got to wrap it up. Uh, but there's so many things I still want to talk about. The yeah. moon matrix. So my thought on the moon is there's lots of thoughts on it. First of all, I think we did go there. I think we had backup uh, footage. I think what we saw was what Kubrick filmed because what we, how it happened was we got there and we were met with I think hostile and good aliens and said we can't show this 
you can't show these things. And so we had to show what was filmed on a set. I think that's what happened. And I think they met aliens. I, I think they were pushed away. I think there's all kinds of shit going on on the far side of the moon. I think it might have been an ancient ship, right? That's been parked. Uh, no, that, that's where I kind of end. And I kind of want you to pick up, which is I think you think it's a, a ship, right? That's a, what, so what is the moon matrix? Yeah, I mean, there's a number of aspects to what you just said there. I mean, and clearly you've done your research. Uh, yeah, I mean, we went and according to multiple whistleblowers and even Neil Armstrong himself uh, at a conference, you know, they were met by at least three crafts on the crater uh, when they landed. And uh, yeah, they were threatened to not to pick up a few rocks, do their little investigation and don't come back. Right now, we did those other missions, of course, uh, you know, if, if you you know, believe that those missions happened, which I do think, I do think they happened, but I also think they were in such a limited fashion that, uh, you know, it, it was just to, to appease, you know, the public more or less, you know, and then when those missions stopped, um, well, allegedly on one of the missions, I think it was Apollo 17, they, and before the mission, they had discovered through uh, pit photos, you know, yeah, there was a huge miles long derelict ship on the backside of the moon uh, in one of the craters. And, uh, um, and so there was allegedly after that final um, Apollo mission, they went back, you know, there's, there's a lot of convincing um, testimonies and some, even some video footage of Apollo 20. So, you know, there's so much, too much to go into probably with the time we have left, but um, yeah, they went and supposedly explored this ship and there was like a dead being in there. There was, they found uh, different uh, liquids and technologies in this ship. Um, they, you know, I, I feel like as far as, you know, it's just evidence that, you know, we're not alone, we've never been alone. My theory on the moon itself is that, and as far as the moon matrix goes, is that it is a ship. And, um, you know, according to the Cosmic Agency channel that was brought here by the Andromedans, you know, over, you know, 13,000 years ago, and as a monitoring station of Earth. And the simple fact is that they originally, like we were talking about a little bit before, the intent was not to, you know, if you believe in this stuff, which David Icke goes into a lot, that the moon matrix comes from computers in the moon. And what happens essentially signals are sent from Saturn through high-end extraterrestrial technology, Saturn from the moon, the moon decodes those signals and sends it back down to Earth. So that's the prevailing theory. And I've even posted before that there may be actually be physical evidence of this. What is the, uh, what is the transmission from the moon to the earth do? So essentially it keeps us locked in this 3D spell. So uh, the 3D outside of earth is what they say is actually fifth dimension. So the majority of the universe is actually in the higher level dimensions. We're just Ah, superimposed. So they say the matrix was there. It was put there originally because of a war fought by the Federation 12,500 years ago against the reptilians. The reptilians, they wanted to trap them on earth because their forces were, I believe, depleted and they could not go on and keep fighting them. Uh, In the process of this war, of course, the fifth planet uh, was destroyed, Tiamat. Well, the fifth planet that we're told about, right? Um, The one after Mars, which resulted in the asteroid belt. And in this, as a result of that war, they literally didn't have a choice except to go ahead and just keep the reptilians trapped. So the moon matrix allegedly keeps the, rep- the reptiles trapped on earth and they're not able to escape uh, because of it. And so, but now with enough people ascending 
the, you know, the rep, and I skipped over something, but what happened was over the last 12,000 years, the reptiles allegedly gained access to these matrix computers and were able to infiltrate it and create things that, that enslave us today, such as, you know, finance, religion, and um, government, right? So the three things that control everything, right? And so, but now they supposedly kick the reptiles out according to the Cosmic Agency site and a few others. And so now the, the coalition of good races are supposedly, you know, they're dialing it back little by little, right? And so that's part of this conscious awakening where there's more and more weird things being seen and perceived like weird clouds that are shapes, you know, whatever, you know, even uh, strange entities, people are seeing more shape shifting. Um, and so oh, that yeah. is partially due to them dialing back this, uh, slowly dialing us up to 4D, you know. So we're getting a little help, you know. Do you, do you believe in the theory that uh, we're moving through some giant photon belt or some kind of higher cosmic energy, and that's also what's causing all these things to happen, the veil to be become thinner and thinner, the vibration to raise, the Schumann, all that stuff to go up? Is, do, you, do you buy into that theory? I think, do you know 5D Awakening Consciousness? Do you know that guy? Yeah. In yeah, his poster, I, his whole theory and all his stuff is is hinged on the fact that we're moving through this, like I think a photon belt, higher energy field, and it, and it's like a slow burn. You know, I mean, it's not like an instantaneous zap of energy. It's just this slow tiptoe into the pool of higher energy, right? Do you think that's what's happening? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's these. Um, I don't want to say if they're photons, but there's these. Uh, yeah, I mean high energy enhanced photons coming from the center of the of the galaxy and they are you know from the sun and they they're slowly they they help to they are helping to uh raise humanity's consciousness and we are going through that it may be a little bit it's pretty similar to what that whoever that guy is is what they're saying um but essentially yeah i mean and that's why we have you know the globalists uh, and, you know, even Bill Gates with his agenda of hide the sun, you know, the chemtrail agenda, um, you know, they don't want us to awaken too much. So they're, you know, they're yeah, hiding, you know, it, it really, from the sun. it really makes sense when you have the bigger picture of why, why would Bill Gates buy all the farmland? Why do you know, why does he want you to not eat meat? Why does he uh, want to block the sun? All these things because he wants mm -hmm. to starve you and kill you, but people don't understand. Right. Oh, he's such a, oh, he wants to help. Oh, you should be vegan. Don't eat the meat. Uh, veganism, I'm on the fence with it. I think it's, I think it can be. Some people told me it's a very sinister globalist agenda. Agenda, mm -hmm. and if, if I got down and went through it, if I had my, all my notes on it, it, I could really probably have a pretty convincing case that veganism is part of the globalist agenda. What do you think about that? What are you vegan? Do you eat meat? What do you do? Um, I'm vegetarian, so I'm slowly becoming vegan, uh, just on my own, without even really trying, just uh, my own awakening process. Um, I mean, and I, I think it's it's evident even in that document, the document that you just posted today. Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. Evolving past the need to consume meat allows you to ascend into higher density levels of consciousness. Absolutely. I mean, multiple contactees um, talk about that. I feel like for me, to be honest, I think that was the biggest awakening Kickstarter for me uh, was when I got off meat. And this is about maybe three years. For me, it was like gradual. You know, I didn't just say, oh, I'll stop eating meat. No, I had to be gradually... Like I stopped red meat and then a year later I stopped chicken and turkey, all that. And I slowly just weaned off of all of it. And uh, I, to me, it's like once I, it was like I used to smoke and uh, cigarettes. And once I got off that, I'm like, dude, I don't, I'm never going back. I don't need to, you know, it's not where I'm at um, dimensionally. 
Um, so, and I think, yeah, I, I, the, the agenda, the thing with Bill Gates and company, they're trying you to get, they're trying to get people on their beyond meat bullshit, right? Um, they're trying to get you into their brand of veganism or, and whatever it is, you know, but well, I mean, their, their brand of Satanism. Yeah. Right. So do you and, think that, uh, there's uh, human trafficking and globalist, uh, moving children throughout the, and maybe even interdimensional yeah. intergalactic adrenochrome yes. harvesting so you think that's a real thing okay oh absolutely yeah absolutely and supposedly there's a huge complex right here under uh the getty center in la oh yeah you know i was just watching the thing about the getty oh that's a bad one yeah yeah i mean yeah it's so weird I, I this whistleblower was talking about it and then how she was being targeted um i mean and this was a woman the video that i saw she's never posted anything about ufos or conspiracies or anything and she's just being targeted because she's giving explicit details on what she knew and found out about that place under there. And yeah, I mean, there's just too much, uh, there's too much evidence of, of that going on, man. I mean, it, it's totally a thing. And I, I think they are, you know, if, if you believe in, in the contactee sites like Cosmic Agency and others, you know, they're, they're, they're largely, they are trying to put a stop to that, you know, um, and I mean, it's still going on, but it's as far as abductees being smuggled outside of earth. I think that's, they, they're, they've kind of put a stop to that, but the inner, that, you know, it, it is to do with interdimensional, you know what I mean? Of course, there's the human trafficking trade. Yeah. That's a problem, man. They got to, you know, children, thousands, millions go missing every year. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, oh, you yeah. just have to be careful when you start exposing that shit, man. That's when you, <laughs> it's like your account, like we were talking earlier about deleted accounts, you know, like, yeah, I started feeling the heat when I just started posting like anti-vax stuff, you know, or just like not even anti, I'm not, an anti-vaxxer I, I love it when they use that term it's like as if someone who's posting the truth about vaccines is suddenly is the one trying to convince you of something uh that you know that the agenda and the agenda of, of big pharma controlling everyone with multi-billion dollar isn't like on some agenda right well you know like, well, yeah <laughs> that's the thing i you know i hope our sacrifices sometimes i feel are worth it because it's like okay okay you might not believe what i'm saying but don't you understand that when they take away my ability to say that there that you should be looking at that okay great you don't believe exactly all the things i believe in but right, there's right. there's a there's a reason they don't want me to talk there's a reason they want to shut this down mm -hmm. there's a reason that you know if my content really saw the light of day i'd have five times the amount of followers same with same with you but right i also believe that there are things protecting us that allow us to fly under the radar and if we were too popular you know you get crucified so you know you, you say the right. wrong things to the wrong person and it's you're reported or you get you know, one person finds your account and they don't like what you do and they they have fifty thousand followers or five million followers and then you got the little army then you are targeted and massacred you know it's happened to me like once or twice but that's where i so i stopped making because i got threatened with account deletion a couple of times uh you know on some stuff one of them was just a stupid like meme about uh, it, it was a meme about like storming the capital like don't storm the capital for a president and a puppet that doesn't matter storm the capital to demand release of free energy sequence, yeah, yeah right that meme got me flagged for deletion and so i was like what and I mean, I wasn't saying to be violent. I'm saying, if you're going to do something like that, do it for a good reason, you know? And then, you know, it's just like, it's crazy, you know, to think that uh, the people sharing information about this, this stuff, and especially, you know, with the vaccines and all that are somehow, somehow what? we're the ones conspiring against humanity and the multi-billion dollar pharma companies that profit off everyone being sick as hell or not, right? Like, what the hell? 
So, well, your account's already being watched, just like mine. So, anything that even uh, looks suspicious, because that was—that's what was happening to me. Anything that it, all my jokes about January six was about the guy in the, you know, the QAnon shaman and about ayahuasca mm-hmm. and stuff. It had nothing to do with government or taking down the government. But it doesn't matter because I'm on a watch list. Anything mm-hmm. that even comes close to vaccines or QAnon is automatically blacklisted. Oh, shadow banned or completely just taken off with, yeah, the threat of your account may be deleted. And so it's been kind of nice the past couple months staying away from some of that more um, polarizing content because I don't get those messages anymore and I actually get people to interact or interact with my stuff. But the truth, man, it's, uh, it definitely is more, it's always stranger than fiction too. That's a very true thing I've learned in the past few years with psychedelics and the nature of reality. Uh, that's where all these interesting things come from. Like Stargate SG-1 is nothing but a soft disclosure show. The whole thing. Especially Absolutely. especially if you believe this MJ document I've got. It says Star Wars, Star Trek, and uh, S, uh, Stargate. All mm-hmm. soft disclosure. Now, Stargate really is fascinating. I'm not even talking about the show. I'm talking about the whole thing about the Stargates in Iraq. And that's why the whole Iraq war was happening. Because these governments were going after mm-hmm. this technology. And it was hidden under... Iraq, yep. which was ancient Babylon and all these things. And it's uh, Project Looking Glass consumed me for a whole year. Uh, I love that. Uh, the, whole, the whole notion that everything is 50 to 100 years ahead of us technologically that we don't even know of. That I constantly run into people uh, at, when I worked at the float center who would come in and it was like, dude, you are a men in black alien. Like you are a little alien in there in a ro- in a, with a robot. You're like in a robot suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you you encounter those yeah. as well. Um, mm-hmm. Have you ever encountered a gray alien? No, not that I know of, unless well, it was in my dream state. Do you think grays are us from the future that have become emaciated with big brains, or do you think they are um, just their own little species from Zeta Reticuli, or do you think they are some kind of robot servants of other aliens or perhaps the government? Well, there's many, there's so many different races of quote unquote gray aliens. Some of them, yeah, they're the biological androids. And the problem, in, and this is maybe a problem with the UFO community in general, is there's so much generalization of different species and they think that species is bad, that's good. And no, there's so many, there's just like there's good and bad humans, there's good and bad races, right? And so the, the android biological ones who do a lot of the abductions, um, those guys, I don't think they're from Zeta Reticuli. Those are, um, they're from di- the various different planets. And there's other planets near Zeta Reticuli that also have different races of gray aliens. And some of them are positive. Um, the PNT aliens, they look like little grays. Those guys are positive. You know, if you follow that, the Sandia wisdom, that, uh, those guys that, you know, they're trying to, to get people to realize their, their strength and their telepathy and all that stuff. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's very possible. I mean, I've had a recurring dream that it keeps popping in my mind, not, and I haven't had it for a while, but, um, of floating through backyards. All right. And that's ever since I was 10 years old, I have this recurring dream going through my head and it's not, it's like the dream itself was so vivid. I mean, how can I remember a dream that happened to me like that long ago and have it not, there's not something to that dream, you know? And so I feel like, I need to probably go, I, I've been wanting to do this. I've been putting it off, but like do go under, you know, do some hypnotherapy to determine, you know, Hey, was I taking aboard a ship? Was I actually, oh, yeah. was that a, was that an experience, an astral projection experience, like where I was actually taken aboard and I don't know it maybe because I seem to see it 
the memory is I'm floating through backyards and then I see something bright and all of a sudden it, it stops. Oh, right? yeah. So I need to look into that. I mean, I think many of us do. And It uh, works. Hypnotherapy changed my life and, and it helped me let go of a lot of things that I, oh, didn't, wow. that I didn't even aware in this life that I was an issue because it was a past life thing that I, that I didn't work through. I and think I, probably, I heard that in your podcast with Kara, I think. You yeah. were talking about yep, that. That's, yeah. that. that's the one, yeah. Man, that's amazing. Yeah, I think in that, when I heard you talk about that, I was like, I was like, man, that's pretty interesting. You, you've really done it and it really helped you like improve your consciousness and like, like improve your just awakening in general. Oh, yeah, and I've been priming for that too, basically with all the floating I was doing. But I want to ask you, um, what, because I got to wrap it up here shortly, yeah, probably sure. about another 10 minutes or so. So um, what is the most best evidence you have, in your opinion, that aliens are a real thing? I would have to say just the collection of personal sightings that I've filmed um, and the uh, response reaction that I've mentally and telepathy telepathically asked for to me is the best evidence. I mean, I have, you know, everybody can send you countless videos of quote unquote disclosure or a real alien, the alien interview at area 51, for example, all that stuff is great. But yeah, for me, it's the personal um, interaction, I think one of the strongest ones happened to me a couple of months ago after, when I was learning about the PNT in, um, in Albuquerque. And I learned how they have the ability to literally take flocks of birds and, and telepathically communicate to those birds to do certain formations and, and change their formation in the sky. And that was, I thought that was interesting. And then going to work a few days later, I saw, you know, I saw an orb in the sky like I've seen dozens of times on the street where I work. And I started filming it, uh, and then I go and my phone wasn't working right for some reason. So I went into work, came back out, started filming it again, and it was gone. And I was like, damn. I was like, well, hey, you know what? If you're there, show me something. Send me a sign, anything. I just mentally kind of said that, you know? And then all of a sudden, there was this uh, flock of birds in a V-shape going across, like inexplicably out of nowhere. And they suddenly just inexplicably formed a circle and then formed a diamond shape and then back to a circle within a circle, like a, wow. literally a circle within a circle. And I'm talking, this happened within a span of maybe three seconds. And I was, I was literally just blown away that I had just learned that information about that ability. They can, they can change bird formation. And I saw that. And I was like, dude, there is no, and it didn't even hit me. I walked in, I was like, damn it, I missed it. And then I thought, what did I just see? And so little things like that to me, um, and then just the, the sheer number of, of me personally, I, I, you've probably seen some of the stuff I've posted, but, um, and, and some, you know, some people, everyone's going to have their own opinion on what you post, you know, until you see it with your own eyes, it really means nothing. But for me personally, it's, it's with the stuff that I see. You, know, no, you, you have one of the best UFO accounts I've come across, especially, I wish it was as good on YouTube as it is on Instagram, because you'd have a really big audience if you put more energy into it on YouTube, that. because You're right. there's yeah, a lot I of don't. people looking at that stuff, but you have a really great Instagram account with, it's, it goes like everything. It's your personal sightings. You've got stuff on the news, like with the Iron Man stuff, the guy with the jetpack. You've got Draco Reptilians. You've got memes from time to time. So you've got a really professional, well-done page it's much like mine but on the topic of being i guess selected by an extraterrestrial because i that's what i feel like when i first found your account i was in this space of like okay something is letting me 
thrive in this space where other people are getting nailed to the wall. Something is I'm, I'm avoiding the matrix uh, agents somehow. And I feel like something is guiding me and helping me. I've always felt that with the psychedelics and the mushroom, but I felt in this case, something beyond that extraterrestrial, the white hats. I don't know whoever, I don't know, but I don't even know what I was talking about. What was I talking yes, about? Yes, I'm so with you on that. Concept. Oh, I was guided. I was guided. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was talking about. So I feel like yeah. I, I came across your account right when I was really having these feelings. I'm like, okay, that's a nice metaphor. Selected by extraterrestrials. That's how I feel right now. <laughs> Selected by extraterrestrials yeah. to give this information out and uh, in a way that's because if you're, if you're too polarized with your content, you'll get band hammered. You'll get... Yeah. Uh, shadow ban or for whatever reason your content won't take off but I feel like my, my stuff 5d awakening consciousness your stuff stuff that is truthful stuff that is um, higher dimensional in terms of concepts I think survives like the truth survives like it persists somehow and for whatever reason the tap dance I've been doing on Instagram I've been able to avoid those bullets as they're shot at my feet um, but you know it's only been through hiding and like, I'm not able to be 100% how I want to be and say the things I want to say, because if I did that, right. I would probably be done in a day. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I've had to cut it back a little bit on terms of the, you know, anti-pharma stuff and the, the you know, a lot of that stuff. Oh yeah. yeah. The, anything There's that's so much I want to say then. about it, but I yeah. can. And I mean, it's just, I mean, I've, I still do here and there. I still post some things, but I'm trying to, I'm much, definitely much more low key on the, not as polarizing content, like you say, because I would, yeah, I feel like I'm guided at this point and I feel it stronger more and more every day that if my account does get deleted, that it's just, yeah, it was, it was meant to be, but I don't feel like if I keep going the way I'm going, I, I don't feel like it will. And it, yeah, the truth will survive. And we just have to realize that uh, that's what matters. And, you know, whether or not we, you know, if we, if we feel, if we know we're being guided in the right way, then, Hey, it's all going to work out, you know? Well, that's the thing too. I saw a meme there that the other day that was like, okay, if you believe in soft disclosure, then we win in the end, right? Because all these movies like Independence Day and stuff like that, we win. So there's nothing, right. to, there's nothing to worry about. Right. Yeah. We are, we are the ones, we are the 5d, you know, and all these, a lot of spiritual accounts in general, they unfortunately become like a cult, you know, it's just like religion or even polit political sides and all that stuff. Unfortunately, the spiritual community has divided themselves up into these segments. And if you don't believe their brand of spirituality, you are an outsider and, and so on. And, and a lot of them are just, um, you know, they're, they're against any information that goes against that. But the general theme of the awakening is good. But then there's always this inside, like, bickering type of thing. And it's just something that I've noticed. And that, um, you know, no, they're angels. No, they're demons. And no, you're channeling and, and, uh, you know, I mean, you, people should well, not be trusting channeling in general. Anyway well, that's because, the thing. I agree. It's I, there's a ton of charlatans. There's a ton of people that are possessed by demons. Uh, yeah. Here's what I'll say about being a psychic. I'm a psychic, but that comes as a byproduct of living in the space of oneness. It's not something I even use or monetize or even care about using. It's just a byproduct of this space and I can't use it at will, but a lot of times I can be extremely psychic to the point of spookiness. And a lot of that comes from just, that, that's just pure channel intuition a lot of times. But the point is, I'm a good psychic because as much as I'm going to say this right now, I don't have a, much of a filter relative to a lot of psychics you would go pay money to see. 
So what you're getting when you go to a psychic is you're getting, yeah, you might get some truth about yourself. They're, they're picking up your field, your energy. They'll be able to get a reading, but it's passing through the filter of their own judgment, their own ego. So unless you're working with somebody really high up there, uh, and, 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 and the truth is, if you're that elevated, you're not going to need to see a psychic anyway. You know what I mean? So you're not going to run into too many elevated, uh, super enlightened psychics because at that point, it's not even needed. It's not a, necess it's not a necessity. You wouldn't even be seeking a psychic if you were able right. to manifest a teacher of that ampli uh, um, amplitude. That's right. We, enhance our, we can enhance our own psychic abilities just through simple lifestyle changes and activities. You don't even need a psychic to, no, to, you don't. to learn your, your outlook and where you're headed because you'll know your journey's taking you in the right places. And well, a lot of times, that, a, a lot of times, a psychic can hijack your reality. It's like a doctor. I'd say doctors are a lot of doctors are nothing but fortune tellers with degrees because you're going, you're sitting down, and they're taking their best effort and the knowledge that they have that's agreed upon over hundreds of thousands of years, which may or may not even be true. And they're saying, okay, I'm, being, I'm going to take a guess here, uh, based on all these things. And my intuition even, you're, you have this problem, but you may not even have that problem at all. And a lot of these issues medically are, are some kind of mentation from the metaphysical realm that is manifested into the body. And so it's like, okay. Right. So it's like, even, yeah, there's levels not, to it. Trained in that. Yeah, they don't, but, but, yeah, but physical doctors won't, they don't know about the metaphysical. They're, they're some of them do, the symptoms. but yeah, some, yeah, most of them will only yeah. treat the symptoms. Exactly. But that's the, but also, but that's the level of healing you've attracted for yourself where you've got that only access to the level of the physical. And sometimes that's all you need. Like sometimes you don't need to overthink it. It's like, geez, just stop smoking. Well, don't need to know why. Just stop doing it. <laughs> but sometimes, right. but sometimes figuring out why you're doing it can help you unravel the doing it. Right, right. You get down to the nitty gritty of what, what it is in your consciousness level that's allowing that to happen. Well, that's just where you're at in your journey. You don't want to, okay, you want to like shoot up cocaine every night. Okay, that's just where you're at. It's not good or bad. It's just where you are. You'll eventually stop doing that. Because well, that's the you know thing, it's, yeah. You know, it's going to eventually screw you over and your, your mind can't progress any further. You're always going to be chasing that, like we talked about earlier, that first high. And, uh, you know, and, and yeah, I mean, I don't really trust, I, I go to the doctor once in a great while if I need to, but overall I found my physical body, it, when you tune the non-physical part, I feel like the physical part kind of almost heals itself in a lot of ways. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that, I mean, that's, that's the, yeah, exactly. And if enough people did that, they would realize, man, this, the whole vaccine thing is not, it's just not even, it's not even, it's a joke. It's a total racket and not even necessary. And, uh, you know, enough people waking up and realizing their own consciousness is really the answer. Um, and, uh, you know, I know it's a lot of people are going to think that's crazy. They're going, well, you don't trust medicine. Well, medicine is only there. It only exists to, to treat your symptoms. They well, that's really, the thing. Medicine you know, a lot of times the last resort. Right. And they're not going to really get into what's really going on. I think that's most one of the most profound things I've heard is when you said it's a metaphysical thing, manifesting those physical problems in you. That's, I really strongly agree with that because yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, oh, there's a whole story in the Bible where Jesus won't heal one of these people. One of these women, he won't heal her, a leper or something because he, he's like, what have you learned? What have you learned from your illness? She's like, oh, nothing. He's like, well, die and know yourself in death. <laughs> so you don't learn. You yeah. don't, if you don't get to the core of why you're suffering, why you have X, Y, Z problem in your life, it's going to continue to manifest until you get to the core. The problem with giving that advice to people is nobody wants to take responsibility. They don't want to hear that they're at one with the universe. It's nice to hear it first. Sometimes it's spooky, but a lot of times it's like, okay, well, now it's personal responsibility. Uh, I have to clean up my past life, my family, and my own personal karma in this life right now, and I can only do it through self-love and stillness, relaxation, and understanding, and letting God, through letting go, 
do the parts that I have no idea that even need to be fixed. Right. And we're getting there, you know, it's, it's the, the tipping point is coming and we're enough people because, because really not everyone in the entire planet needs to have their advanced consciousness in order for us to keep the planet to ascend. It's like 50 to 60%. Once you hit that tipping point, yeah. then we, the whole consciousness automatically changes. The people who want to be left behind, they may have their own little planet set off for them. That's it's kind of what I'm, you know? Yeah. That's what I'm trying to do. You know, let me ask you this. Have you floated before? Because I'm trying to get as many people that I can contact in this world. I'm trying to do the hundred monkey rule. Like when a hundred monkeys pick up some kind of skill that it passes on to the collective consciousness of the monkey. So I'm trying to, yeah, put put these things in enough monkeys heads where these ideas pass on to the collective. So I'm just, I know the float tank is a cheat code to Samadhi, the last uh, branch of the last limb of yoga, which is what they kind of all are working towards. It's the cheat code, you know? Yeah, be enlightened, go float, relax, and then you can work on all the other branches, all the other limbs if you want to. You want to breathe deeper? You want to have a DMT trip naturally? Go for it. You can do it. You want to have a better physical experience? Do yoga. And I'm talking about the asana. But the, the culmination of all those limbs is samadhi, which is the offering of the float tank. So I'm offering people a cheat code for their mind, body, and soul. It, and, it, and it doesn't cost a lot. And, and, and a lot of times they'll hook you up if you even tell them I, I sent you. But have you floated before? I have not. No, I'm not really sure everything that's involved with that. So you're laying in a thousand pounds of Epsom salt in a tank or a pod or sometimes a room and it's extremely buoyant. It's more buoyant than the Dead Sea, the Great Salt Lake. You get the benefits of a thousand pounds of that Epsom salt, which are magnesium, uh, neck and spine decompression, because you're just going to be floating. And basically, if the light's off and the lid closed, it's like an infinite void, as long as you don't touch the, the sides of the tank. And like I said, some of these rooms are big enough where you can starfish, but those are rare. But no, in, in that space of... Uh, and it's, the water is 93 and a half degrees, so it's your skin's temperature. So at a certain point, mm-hmm. you can't tell where your skin and your body ends and the water begins. And so with the humidity of the air and the water temperature right, you become an infinite awareness. You become the truth of what I always talk about, which is you're not your mind, you're not your body. It can be an experienced phenomenon with very little effort. And that was my whole deal. I couldn't meditate because my body was in such a physical mess that to try to sit down or even lay down, it was just twitch and hurt and you know, a million things going through your mind. You know, I had done no work on any level just a complete broken fuck up of a human being that was at the fountain getting a drop of grace at a time and healing it as fast as I could. And the float tank was that for me. It allowed somebody who had no ability to become still and relaxed to get to enter that space with no effort. So if you know, and then to take a psychedelic or to take a meditation practice on top of that into the tank and you it's like a bazooka. It's like meditation on steroids for anybody. <laughs> So I guess we'll have to figure it out. Uh, I don't know what's going on there with lockdowns and stuff, but we're going to have to, there's a bunch of float centers in your area. I, I recommend uh, Float Lab because that's the old school Joe Rogan place. But uh, Okay. Yeah, I, man, I'm open to that. I mean, I've done the saltwater bath thing uh, at some hot springs in Arkansas one time uh, a couple of years ago, and that was pretty awesome um, where you, you know, saltwater that you, you relax in the different, you go to two, three different pools or whatever. Each one has a progressively higher or colder temperature or something like that. And that was, that, that's, I felt something from that. Now I know that's not what this is, but um, oh, no, salt is, is known yeah. to, yeah. Salt water is known to help you get, you know, I mean, it's a, 
like a, a, a primal element in the universe, you know, and I feel like that's, it's like crystals, you know, I mean, I have oh, that's, yeah, it is, it is, it is. You're laying basically in a thousand pounds of Epsom salt crystals that have been put in the water and they have been soaked in, it's a thousand pounds. So it almost feels like you're laying in motor oil, the viscosity and the sliminess and the slickness of the Epsom salt, but wow. It's send me the link. Definitely. Yeah. And send me some info. I, I want to do it. You'd fit, uh, you'd fit right in. You'd fit in right over there with crash and those people over there at that float place because float lab is like, he was probably one of the first people in California and he was like, you know, he's, he's a, he's, he's a, there's not too many celebrities in the float world. He's one of them. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to really look into that. I, I haven't, uh, I haven't yet, but man, I, I always want to, if I can further, ascend and enrich my consciousness i'm all for it yeah i might have to send you a package too um you know a t-shirt wink wink nod nod but um <laughs> let me yeah. what i'm thinking we should do is because i'm going to wrap it up here okay because i gotta just we, we started late well i was going to go a little bit longer but we started a little late that's okay but what mm -hmm. i want to do is i'm going to send you this document it's like 600 pages long what i think is we should come back around uh, a couple weeks a month however long when it feels right and really break it down. People want to, people always want to hear about this document and I want to cherry pick it. And I want to, after you look at it, maybe we can talk about it. What do you think? Uh, it sounds good to me. I'm all for it. And maybe like in the meantime, if you get a chance to read the, uh, the alien interview document that can maybe give you even further insight on the domain and their motivations. And maybe we can, uh, well, that'll be, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. We'll have know. a full, a little bit more of a fuller picture. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm definitely down to uh, really excited to read that document just because see how it so far it really coalesces well with the uh, the alien interview information. So I'm, I'm definitely stoked. Oh, that's the thing in terms of everything I'd accumulated over the past five, six years and stuff I knew before that in terms of the alien stuff. But the spiritual stuff that's involved in this book, I'm like, well, it, it lines up 100 percent with everything I know is a spiritual truth. So from that angle alone, it's truthful. As for the other stuff. Uh, you Donald Trump's golden UFO? I don't know, but um, it's <laughs> in there. I've not heard of that. I, I'm definitely interested to see that. That's uh, definitely a, a tangent that might be worth exploring. But it's oh yeah, Donald Trump, the time traveler. You know, uncle's friends with Tesla went through his paper. Not yeah. friends with Tesla went through his papers. Um, whole, a whole other topic we could get into. Like we barely yeah. scratched the surface today. Yeah. Next time we'll get it. We'll go longer. It'll be. It'll be. This is a great interview. Very smooth. You should yeah. do your own. You should do your own podcast. By the way. I would love to do, I'm probably going to at some point, and I'm assuming we're from here on out, we've stopped the recording or whatever, or as far as what you're going to post. But anyway, yeah. Oh, man, no, well, yeah, I, yeah, hold on, hold on. Well, no, let's just wrap it up nicely then, and then we can talk a little bit more. Um, so okay. before we wrap it up here, anything you want to plug? Uh, not really. I have a lot of projects in the works. I'm going to, I think I'm going to release some t-shirts soon. Um, and uh, it's going to be exciting. And then probably some music too. I'll, I'll post that for anyone who might be interested in that. But at the moment, nothing, nothing really major, you know, um, we'll probably get to that, you know, maybe in a later podcast at some point, but uh, I, I definitely appreciate the opportunity to do a podcast with you. It's been very, uh, it's been a, a fantastic conversation for me personally. Oh, me too, because I tell and, you, uh, I know a lot of these things, but between the smoke and weed and just getting them confused over time, and you're more on the pulse of the actual UFO extraterrestrial stuff than I am as much as I love it. It's a side hobby for me where for you, I mean, I know it's a side hobby for you too, but it's more of like mm -hmm. your thing. And I can ask you a question and you will actually have more knowledge than me. And that's a rare thing. 
Hey man, I appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, I've just, I've gotten some really good insight here in general on like the whole meditation consciousness thing out of this. I mean, yeah, it's my whole thing is just as long as we're constantly learning, yes. we, you know, then we know we're doing well when we know that we don't have all the answers for me. That's how I, cause I'm always learning, you know, and I get something out of everything I do. Um, cause I look at it in that way, you know? Um, uh, but yeah, I really feel like it's, there's so much to explore and yeah, when we have, you know, similar minds on, on different exploration paths, but, but with similar curiosity, yeah, it can only be good, you know? So yeah, definitely well, appreciate this opportunity. Yeah. It was like, well, like Kara was saying, uh, there's a few people over the past year that have really stuck out online and I, I feel like, yeah, they might be part of some kind of weird soul family. Like we're not all together living in the same house or in the same city or state, but we're kind of like a grid. I thought this was a good thing. Like, okay, an enlightened person or a very powerful spiritual person is like one to a hundred in terms of like how much darkness they can take. Maybe more than that. It's like one to 10,000 to one in terms of like your light versus uh, the rest of humanity. And so you want to be spread out all over the place, right? Just little lights here and there instead of all everything in just one little spot. So all my enlightened Instagram friends, all the weirdos, all the psychedelic users, all the people that are bouncing in and out of my vibration, they're like twinkling lights across the country. This net of being of all my Instagram friends, and you're one of them. Hey, man, well, that's, that's much appreciated. I, I think the feeling's mutual. And yeah, we, uh, we have to always be on the lookout for those who are supposed to be in our uh, frame of, of, you know, people we connect, our frame of connection. Because yeah, I mean, there's not too many who are really, really trying to get, who are fearlessly exploring truth and reality. You know, a lot of UFO pages, a lot of esoteric, a lot of spiritual pages, but most of them, kind, they don't, they're not really fearlessly exploring it. Well, that's what I mean. There's so. a certain kind of flavor and vibration and energy to these certain people like you that I'm talking about that we're all aligned to it where it's, we're presenting the truth and it can be very scary and fearful things, but we're presenting it in a funny or loving manner. Right. We're not afraid of the, what people may think because we're all like, hey, exactly. maybe this is real, maybe it isn't, and here's my reality. And uh, yeah, I mean, you got to be fearless. And that's, that's what I, I feel like, you know, we're doing. And if people want to latch onto it, great, whatever they can't resonate with, you know, hey, they can leave that at home too, you know, and, uh, we'll all, we'll all get something out of it. So definitely well, good. Scott, next time, I'm going to have a lot more notes. And we're going to talk about the book that we just or we're going to talk about both the things we're going to pass on to each other. Um, pleasure, pleasure talking to you and a great podcast. I'm sure lots of people will be entertained and informed. Uh, anything else? Yeah, that I think I'm good, man. I, I definitely appreciate it. I hope yeah, if they get some entertainment value of it, hey, that's good enough for me. Maybe it helps. Them. Yeah, knows? and a lot of people are going to be wanting this uh, Majestic 12 book here. So be easy on the DMs yes. if you're kind. Actually, you know what you guys can do? Here's what you can do. If you want the book, anybody that wants this PDF, uh, message me at floatuniverseofficial at gmail.com. If you want that, don't DM me on Instagram because I already got a hundred million of them. I don't even look at uh, float universe official at Gmail. I don't know if you want them to contact you or not, but uh, maybe not. Oh yeah. Yeah. People <laughs> want to, I do have an email. Yeah. I posted on my front page. Um, selected by extraterrestrials. Oh, that's a good thing. You've got a link tree now. too. You've got a great link tree. Yeah. Yeah. So if anybody has any insight or if anyone wants to, as far as this document goes, the, the link to uh, the alien interview is in my bio um, and uh, you can go read that. It'll take you a while. It's a very long document, 
but uh, it's actually shorter than that, that new MJ12 document. But, but yeah, my email is selected by extraterrestrials at protonmail.com. If anybody has any sightings or interesting information or something like that, I'd be more than happy to, to post it and you know get some more information out there. So yeah. Do you have a favorite uh, space movie, alien movie? I think my top three would have, I was asked this question recently. Um, probably District 9, um, The Matrix, and Blade Runner. Ooh. And uh, it's a close match between Blade Runner and this other, there's this AI movie called Upgrade. I thought it was fantastic. Um, even as good as Deuce Ex Machina. But um, there's another one slipping in my mind, but those are the ones that, um, you know, my immediate favorites, you know? Yeah. I'd have oh, to say, they live. They live. It's a oh, toss yes. between yeah, they, they live. live. And they live is like the matrix control in, right. a lot of, in a lot of ways. Right. It's like an older style matrix, like, you know, they live is like reptilian expose times 10. Yeah. You know? uh, so that one, that's a close third place to Blade Runner. And I, I guess matrix and district district nine is possibly my favorite sci-fi movie of all time. Really? So. I like uh, uh, one that really sticks out for me is abyss. I like abyss. Oh yeah. That's a soft disclosure movie. Yeah, we got yeah. races under the water for sure. I mean, that's a fantastic movie. Well, it, I, makes, I, it makes you think. It's like you think, oh, well, all the aliens are, uh, you know, out in space. No, no, no. They're inside the earth or in the water. Oh, yeah. So many races, un, unacknowledged races inside the planet. I mean, it's, there's so much. Yeah, I mean, we'll probably, okay, one, probably two, save two, that for another two, podcast. But. Two quick questions. Bob Lazar telling the truth, yes or no? Yes, absolutely. 100%. And the incident at dual the incident that happened under Dulce Base. Yes or no? Did that happen? Is that true? You know what I'm talking about? I believe it 100%. Okay. <laughs> You're asking a conspiracy theorist if he believes that. Hell yes. <laughs> I think Dulce is my favorite one. The what his what's his I forget his name, but that Bill whole, Schneider. Yeah, that whole breakdown of that was uh incredible. Yeah, I mean just the mere fact that Phil was actually murdered and the evidence completely points to that 99.999% that he was murdered for going out and talking about Dulce. He was going to actually publish a book of maps of every underground base he was involved in, which was literally like dozens and dozens. Um, and uh, I mean, yeah, he, there's many others too. And uh, I think he's probably the strongest one, but yeah, Dulce, you know, you talk about child trafficking, the stuff going on under Dulce is even worse. I mean, yeah. you know, there's humans in cages. There's all sorts of weird hybrid animal human stuff. I mean, it's yes. Snuff film crazy. Uh, production. Yeah. That's a whole pot. We could get into that one. Uh, another podcast. As yeah. Well. That's, that's, that's a dark one. It's a fun one, man. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it is. A dark <laughs> one. It's, it is intense, but I mean, that's, there's a reason that one is not publicly made known about, but yeah. I, I, I want to do a whole one on adrenochrome, but I can't find anybody that wants to talk about adrenochrome for three hours. Uh, man, I don't think I could either, but yeah, uh, Hey, I, I can, you know, I could go into it for a little bit, but I mean, that coalesces with, you know, Queen Elizabeth and, and her being, you know, infiltrated by a reptilian entity and, you know, all those, you know, being seen by, uh, Oh yeah. Uh, the, yeah. The walk-ins or the, uh, what, what happens when they put the, the, the vril behind your eye or whatever, they give you the black eye. Somebody wanted me to ask you about the black eye club. What do you think is happening there? So the black eye club, I, I, I don't know if there's anything to that. I, it's hard. I'd have to see how, because some of those people you don't are about, infiltrated. Let me tell yeah. you what it is. So there's a whole bunch of celebrities and politicians that they all have their uh, left eye punched black. People claim that it's an Illuminati initiation ceremony. Some people say it's 
they put some kind of, I, I think it's a Vril, V-R-I-L, and they put it, it's like an, it's like a biological alien implant that kind of like a parasite or something that it gets behind your eyes, mm-hmm. attaches to your optic nerve your, in your brain, and then it kind of like controls you. It's like a dark passenger. Yes. Yeah, the, the parasitization. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Don Marshall talks a lot about that. The, um, basically, that's how they, they connect to the optic nerve in your eye. Uh, they can only do it once. Once the reptilian does that, his life form is in you forever, as long as that being exists. But of course, once you die, he'll go to another life form. But yeah, that's how they parasitize you. Whether the black eye club is indicative of that happening to that person, I can't say. I really don't know. But it's kind of odd how all those people that have the black eye are thought to be parasitized by reptiles. So it is interesting. Um, but I don't know. I, I, my favorite testimony on that, though, I'll just leave with that. Leave you with that is that girl Arizona Wilder talking about how all the, the George Bush, Henry Kissinger, um, all the heads of state who were seen shape shifting at a reptile at a Illuminati ceremony, and those people have have had that happen to them. They've had that reptile parasitize them through their optic nerve because they all they'll change and shape shift. You know, become six feet tall, whatever, or set seven and eight feet tall become a lizard and then start drinking blood. Yeah, that's the, okay. Yeah. That was one other thing on your account that I wanted to talk about, but we're not going to really get into it. Maybe we'll save it for the next time, which is Adele, okay. Justin Bieber, all these, oh, um, yeah. <laughs> all these people reporting yeah. and they're shifting you know, behind the stage after the concert. It's a fun one, man. Uh, yeah. I'd love to get into it. Yeah. We'll, we'll definitely we'll do that save it. Time. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Cool, man. All right. Well, I'm going to yeah. cut it here. Uh, thanks again. You guys are all enlightened. Of course, Scott, thank you. You're obviously talking to extraterrestrials, so you obviously are up there somewhere in the sky. Uh, thank thanks you. For, thanks for being here. We'll be back again sometime soon with him. And the next episode is going to be Epoch Rising. I know I keep saying he's going to get on the show, but uh, he keeps getting pushed back. That's the nature of reality. We just go with it. So God bless. We'll talk to you next time. You are enlightened. Plants with hallucinogenic chemical principles in them have had an enormous impact on shaping the psychology of various cultures, both pre-literate and literate, throughout the world.